Good evening, everybody. Normally, Tim starts the show, but I'm going to start it today with a very special message to whoever sent me this wonderful pillow. <laughs> it's a like button. Drink it to smash! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, that felt so good. Just wanted to, to beat the like button. Hold on, I'm not done. You're not smashing it. I want you to do the same right now. Mm-hmm. Smash that like button. You know you want to. Come on. But look at, look at this. Oh, yeah. I can smash. <laughs> oh, smash. Adam now has a like button My to smash. <laughs> to, accom- to accommodate his violent tendencies. Yeah, he's so many violent tendencies. Man. And a bang on the table. <laughs> yeah. So, so did you guys smash the like button? Oh, a bunch of people oh, did. Wow, wow look at that. I think, we should, I think we got to start with that. Did it works? You got to yes. just start bashing the, the like The pillow works. <laughs> and I feel better. I, I've, I've let off a little steam. There's a, there's a lot you, of There's a lot of anger in the air, you know. It's therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, though, thank you whoever sent that to us. Because we just yeah. got it in the mail today to uh, the Timcast IRL mail slot. And uh, I, f- <laughs> I actually filled it myself with whoa, some whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, some beans whoa, be careful it's pointing at you you know you you don't you don't want to point it the other way because then it becomes no don't do it no. <laughs> it, it is a, a it's a like button all right is it, it is but, a like button smash the like button but is it a facebook like button no it just looks like this i don't one. care <laughs> i don't discriminate against like buttons it's blue like facebook Meh. it's purple to me all right oh, oh yeah okay. that's right try to tell me something different hmm? <laughs> go ahead i heard a rumor i heard a rumor <laughs> oh rumors yeah that Donald Trump was going to cheat. <laughs> I saw it coming too. I wonder how many people get the reference. I think you all uh, get it by now, right? I'm we just love sure making fun of Eric Swalwell. He's, he's Donald so Trump. Endearing. Actually. He's going right. to cheat an election. Oh my gosh! They would they would hope, don't they? This is actually uh, a, a really fascinating story. It's it's apparently Max Boot. Who is he? Who's Max Boot? Isn't he a columnist for? Let me look. It well, up. yeah, he's a I columnist for Washington Post, yeah. but he's like. He wrote an article, and I'm I'm going to give him a more ominous sounding voice because I don't I don't know what he really sounds like. For all I know, he was like, "Hi, my name's Max Boot." And I, so, but but for the <laughs> sake of it, I'm going to give him a more ominous sounding dark voice of, "I recently participated in war games. Now I was on Team Trump, and we did not concede." Okay. And he basically <laughs> writes this article about how they were given a like a, it's like it's like they're playing D and D basically. Right. It's like okay, this this it's actually really funny. They basically played leftist D and D to see what Trump would do. This okay. makes sense in what, his what? picture for the post. He's yeah. wearing a fedora, so <laughs> just, you know, calculate that into your voice impression. Hey, 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 hey! Stop bragging on the D and D players. <laughs> yeah, I'm see, joking. it was the writing on the wall. Yeah, okay. I saw it. It was there. There you go. <laughs> That's well, if we're gonna do D and D fedora wearing, Maximum you know, anti Trump. Recently, I I participated in war games. Well, well, I I was on Team Trump. So that's where he licks the pencil. He's Trump. Like, yeah, let me get this down. Yeah, I'm he's like, write this. I was on I'm Team get all Trump. the information. And then his friend goes, more like Trump. <laughs> Am I right? And then they high five. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Enough oh, ragging. But like guy. across the room too, they're like yeah, not like even near each other. <laughs> like yeah, and they still miss. Totally got it. <laughs> so so he he wrote this thing where he basically says literally there was various scenarios presented by some like some organization. They had all these people come in. And they chose teams and they were like, even though Trump loses the election, he refuses to concede. And then he mentions there are like other scary scenarios where if nobody wins, then like the right and the left, like civil war erupts. I'm not kidding. The Washington Post published this. Oh, the Washington Post. Yes. I've learned that they're they're a great source of information. Hey, hey, Mm. democracy (laughs) dies in darkness. Okay. At the Washington Post. No, but listen, listen, the point is (laughs) we have one of the most prominent papers in the country. 
Unfortunately, mm. it's the Washington Post. But they're, they've literally written this thing where they're saying our war game scenario predict a civil war where violence erupts. And the speculation is that the civil war ends in the favor of the right, not in the way you might think. Okay. The right doesn't win the fighting. The fighting just in general causes SCOTUS to force everything to stop and give Trump the victory. Hmm. Like they just say, Trump, you win. Everyone stop. Okay. So we have that. And then we also have this really, really amazing story. You see, a bunch of people got together and there was a letter that was drafted. And the letter said, we must cancel cancel culture. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now it's That's begun. Very strong. Some of the people who've signed the letter, they've, they've already been tried canceling some of these people. And it's, it's like, yes, we saw that coming. But one person's already apologized Ooh. to the mob Record trying time. to cancel them for him. Yes. All right? It was like not even a day. Don't and cancel they, me for canceling the cancel culture canceling list. Yeah, yes. people were like, you want to cancel cancel culture? We'll cancel you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. These people are so pathetic, man. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we actually have, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling, who has signed this letter as well. Okay. And so they've written this thing about it. We'll check that one out. And then if we get to it, you know, I, I, usually we, we, we like will give like tease some of the stories we might talk about. Mortgage-backed securities are apparently their delinquency rate is worse than it was during the Great Recession when the housing market totally collapsed. Oh, back in 2008? Yeah, yeah. And there's some speculation that we are going to see like worse than the Great Depression. Wow. Because everything's like being held together right now by duct tape. Yep. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced. We'll see. What if uh, Trump wins because he cheats and the economy tanks? Just like combine all of these scenarios everyone's putting together. And then what? Like Mad Max? Trump's wearing like spiked leather, ch- <laughs> you know, with chains and like riding on a giant roadster or whatever. Idiocracy. Total idiocracy, man. Yep. Yeah, but we uh, other than that we have a we have a like button, so you should you should well Adam take it away. <laughs> well, people are listening; they have no idea what you're doing right now. I'm smiling <laughs> obnoxiously, He's holding the like. For those button. just listening, I'm holding this like button and smiling obnoxiously, <laughs> hoping you know what I'm about to do, which is smash it. Yeah. Well, you're actually punching it. Don't tell me. You have Tim. to like take both your fists and like. I'm sorry, I'm wrong, Tim. You <laughs> but could, also, don't you could just say you're wrong. Don't forget, I'm used to it by now. Don't forget to smash the subscribe button. Oh, yeah. The notification this bell. This is how I smash, Tim. You this, smash? This is, this is considered smashing, Tim. No, I think you're mashing. I'm mentally picturing this as Tim's face <gasps> right now. Mashing. mashing the like button. Mutiny. Smash the touch. Tim's face. I meant like button. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to smash Tim's face. Yeah, yeah, no. Let's talk about this no. year's story, huh? Let's talk, about, let's talk about what if Trump loses, <gasps> but insists he won? How, how many times have they written articles like this? Multiple. Where it's like... All the time. It's, it's been, you know, there was, a, there was a funny tweet I saw and it said, if you're one of these people that's retweeting the story that says Trump is not going to leave the White House, you're the rube. Like you're, <laughs> like you're the target of their, of their grift. Yep. They're going to keep writing these stories because they know you're going to keep clicking on them and they write new versions every single time. Mm-hmm. Trump will cheat. You know, what, you know what like Trump said if he loses? What? They're like, what do you do if you lose? And he's like... Then I lose. I don't. What, what do you mean? Like what? Yeah. Like it's a very like boring answer. Like I, I go, I leave. Like but Joe, what are you talking about? Joe Biden apparently said something like he have to get the military to pull Trump out. Oh gosh, very exciting. Why are they engaging in this kind of rhetoric? You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't they just keep their mouths shut? What was that? What do you got? Spritz. We got to spritz the spritz cat. Time. We got spritz a spritz event, and she's gone. Okay, okay, but let's 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 stop worrying about the cats. Let's let's check out the story. Check so, it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, here's the first thing. No, I'm no, gonna I, I want to actually comment on that because it it, it it makes me think every single thing that's happening is is the Democrats firing all the weapons they've got 
That's why Biden's saying something. Because they are in a corner with every single blade out, throwing him in every direction. Like, sh 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 fire everything! Ah! Biden's like, he's going to cheat! Trump's like, no, I'd leave. What are you talking about? Well, I'll, so, I'll walk out of the White I'd House. Like, like what, here's, here's, what other options but, well, so, do I have? So, so it's look, like, look. Hmm, yeah. This scenario is very similar to one we talked about before. Okay. Where they're like, you know, Trump doesn't win, so they accuse, uh, you know, the Democrats of cheating or claim there was Chinese interference and then jam up the, elect, the, the process so that nobody wins and then the Supreme Court or the, or the House side with Trump. Well, didn't the Supreme Court just rule that the states have to give their popular vote to, to the, the electoral no, they, votes. They have to give their they, electoral votes right. to who wins the to who wins the, the popular state, vote in the state. No, 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 in the state. Oh, oh, in the state. Okay, so yeah, so if, so if a state says Donald Trump won, then the electoral votes have to go to Trump. Mm, okay. No faithless electors because people tried voting for other random people in 2016. Right. Yeah, because okay. like just like I don't agree with any of this. They're not supposed to do that. Now, interestingly, I mean, the electoral college vote is a remnant of uh, the olden days. Yeah. That one of the one of the features of the Electoral College was that, you know, you'd send electors to be like, here's what our state has chosen. Right. So when the state voted for something, the elector represents that state. So that still makes sense for a lot of other reasons. The Electoral College is all about proportional representation. Right. And then, you know, we negotiate the power based on the population. So you have your senators plus your public uh, plus your uh, your congressmen. So it's it's the Electoral College, in my opinion, is a very, very, very important structure. Okay. Because it, it makes sure that we don't have mob, you know, majority rule, basically um, mob a majority rule. What I mean is if you had n just a popular vote, then you'd have mm -hmm. Chicago, Los Angeles and New York controlling everything. Right. That's, that's a, a good full point. democracy, right? And right. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So yeah. what, what, what you end up getting is, let's say they find, uh, you know, fresh water. And, and actually, no, we'll, we'll use uh, the Great Lakes as an example. Okay. If Los Angeles was facing, if California was facing another drought, and then it was based on popular vote, California would lobby and be like, why don't we get the water from Chicago? And then New York would, you know, depending on where, which, which way they go, it's going to be all about the big cities. Yeah. So the easiest way I explain this to people is when I went to California and there was an area where the well water had run dry because the farmers were digging deeper and deeper and deeper. There was a drought going on. So it's not solely the issue of voting. But one of the issues was that they had they had a lot of surface water in the farms. Okay. But because the big cities have more people, they voted, the surface water goes to the cities. So now you had poor people living in rural areas who had their, wa their surface water taken away from them by the big cities. Mm. So, th you know, that's, that's a really good example of the problem. If you live in the middle of nowhere and you have a pond, the big city can just vote and come and take it away. They still can do that. But with, with, with an electoral college, it makes it much more difficult for big for the bigger populations to oppress the smaller states and the smaller populations. Water wars. Then it's coming. It's coming, too. Yep. So so anyway, their, their pitch here, what I think is interesting about this story is two things. First, they say that basically, you know, uh, Trump barely loses. Then Bill Barr claims there was cheating. And then, you know, like fight, fighting breaks out and the House rules in favor of Trump. But they also mention here at the bottom that, what do they say, uh, far, hold on, let me see. Yeah, they're talking about uh, near civil war in the streets. That's, that's what they say. The danger of an undemocratic outcome only grows in other scenarios that were war-gamed by other participants. For instance, what if there is no clear-cut winner on election night with Biden narrowly ahead in the Electoral College, but with Michigan, North Carolina, and Florida still too close to call? The participants in that war game concluded the result would be near civil war in the streets. 
Far-fetched rumors are enough to bring out armed right-wing militias today. Imagine how they would respond if they imagined that there was an actual plot afoot to steal the election from their hero. Wow. You know, I actually agree with it. Okay. Because I've talked to some people. I've had people message me saying straight up, if they see, you know, that the election is being stolen, the militias will come out. Yeah, but they're, they're saying that they're out right now. Like, I don't see, I don't see well, militias Well, they're talking out. about Gettysburg, saying okay. that the militias that showed up in Gettysburg fell for the hoax that Antifa was going to burn flags. I, I haven't seen anything from, was there militias that showed up at Gettysburg? Yeah. I heard, I heard it was happening. Apparently so. I saw, I've but seen articles. I didn't care I have to yet read to, them. I have yet to see. I am, I'm sure people have been talking to me about it. And who, who, I'm sure they would have sent me images. There, who, uh, there's people that follow me that live in Gettysburg that told me about that that was going to happen. They, I, I'm, I'm, I'm positive they would have sent me something if they showed up. The only militia that I've seen marching down the road is the the guys in uh, Georgia. Yeah, NFAC. Well, so, so, so like taunting the 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 supposed right side militias like right. bring it on let's fight it's like what, yeah. what, do you, what hundreds do you want? hundreds of people showed up okay so you, you do have some here yeah in gettysburg so well, this is gettysburg. It, it links to it listen the point is i agree that right-wing militia groups will come out if they think the election's being stolen yeah but what will they do right like the, 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 what they're trying to insinuate is that right-wing militias i mean think about what they're saying mm-hmm. near civil war in the streets right-wing militias will come out are they implying that it's the right-wing militias that'll be you know milling about with guns shooting at people and stuff like that because that has not happened right what has happened is the far left antifa black lives matter groups have shot many people that's true have there have there been right-wing militias who have engaged in that stuff in, the, in recent am i am i am i forgetting something I know there have been far right extremists yeah. who have carried out like lone wolf, you know, terror attacks. You know, you'd remember it because you know they would be talking about it nonstop. Absolutely, yeah, it would be everywhere. There would be there would be no escaping that kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They'd They're, be like, "That's proof that they want that to happen." They, right. they can't wait. They would oh, love that. They'd be like, "Oh, ice cream! Let's spread I, it out." I I think I think it's correct that there would be near civil war in the streets, and I and I've explained this to some of my friends that I'm like, "Listen, man, you've you've never faced down the mob." the way I or many others have, there's no reason. Like, there's no reasoning. You can't argue with them. That's true. So a good example is when Luke Rydkowski of We Are Change was in Hamburg for the G20. Yeah. And he was walking with a local journalist, this guy Max, and someone yelled Nazi Schweinhund. Yep. And then random people heard it and started punching him. Yep. And not, and like pushing him down. And they chased him down for yeah. a while. And then the police rescued him. Luke's like an Luke's Luke's a right like I think he's an anarchist, to, yeah. to, a right wing like an yeah. anarcho capitalist. So that he he actually I'm pretty sure he hangs out with like right and left wing anar- anarcho types. Yeah, he's like not Mexico. even he's not even a wing. He, yeah. he he's like he's another his own wing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he's an cap he broke off of the off winged the wing. animal. Yeah. But that, he's he's always been like that. <laughs> no, it's right? true. No, he yeah. stands but, apart. But my understanding is that the people he hangs out with a lot of them are like I don't want to say antifa. Yeah, but close without the violence because true anarchists don't believe in it. Right. But like okay. you know, so he gets he gets pointed out and he gets physically attacked. And so what I tell my friends, I'm like, when the chaos starts, no one knows if you're on their side. But if you're wearing very like obvious militia type gear or you know a right wing looking thing or American flag, you know where you can stand to be safe. I've I've been in situations where the mob is active, and you know one one example is I think it was. I think it may have been like June 5th. Could be getting the date wrong. Uh, in 2015 or 16. Man, I can't remember. But it was in San Jose. You can Google this. And there was a mob of people running around outside of a Trump rally beating people. One guy who was with the crowd mm-hmm. got beaten too. 
No. And he was like, "What? Why did everybody start hitting me?" And I'm like, "Because it's a mob that you, <laughs> yeah, you can't no, control a mob." Yeah. So I, I, I've been talking to you know some of my more lefty friends, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Listen, I'm telling you, I know you. When this happens, I know which side you'll be on, and you're not going to be on the side of the left wingers." You're not. You think you might be, but you won't be. You might be running around with them, but the moment it gets crazy, you'll be standing behind the right-wing militias in, in, in minutes. Yep. Because, like, watch some of these videos, man. These people just start rec- getting reckless and destroying things. They fight each other. There's a video out of Portland a couple days ago that Andy No tweeted about where he's like, in the absence of police, they fight themselves. And it happens because some people are like, hey, don't burn this building down. And their side's like, F you. And then they start fighting. I mean, look at New York right now. Look at Chicago. There's... There's been so many deaths, so many shootings. It's it's crazy. It's already a war zone, you know. And then and then look at what happened in Atlanta. You know that that uh, family was just turning around. They went past the barricade, turned around, and the Black Lives Matter movement shot at them because they were in their their zone yeah, yeah, yeah. and killed the eight year old. Eight year old girl is not safe. You will not be safe. But I'll tell you what. I've been to events where there have been right wing militias like the Oath Keepers and the Three Percenters. Okay, and they are the most disciplined people there. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, too, I have been to events where there have been, like, communist, socialist armed factions. They are also the most disciplined on the ground. Yeah. And I think it's, it has something to do with the respect for the firearm. It's true. So, like, I've actually seen, like, uh, armed communist people, and they're very, like, we don't, we don't want any violence, man, because you do not want to go there. But then you have these young people who are just violent and angry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, typically, in they're, they're, I think one of the funnier stories is that when I was in Ferguson, the Oath Keepers were there. And a bunch of these Black Lives Matter activists were yelling at him, like, what are you doing? And then they were like, we're here to make sure everyone stays safe. And they're like, the only problem we have is the police. And they're like, we know. That's why we want to make sure everyone stays safe. And they're like, wait, what? And the Oath Keepers were like, we swore an oath to the Constitution. Yeah. We don't like police brutality. We want to make sure everybody stays safe. And they were like, oh. <laughs> they, don't, like, they, they see in the media what these people are. And yeah, they may be right-wing cons- conservative traditionalists. Yeah. But they're like anti-violence. They're like, everybody keep calm. Stay cool. Yeah. And they're going to make sure, every, you know, so peaceful protest. When I, when I see, I was actually at an event in Boston and there were three percenters. I don't know a whole lot about what that represents. Same. But they were stopping the right from engaging with the left. So when the left was like trying to antagonize, it was the three percenters who are like yelling at the right being like, knock back off, back off. Keeping the peace. Yeah. Keeping the peace and making sure. And none of them were armed, you know, but they were, they were like, if, if they weren't there, it would have been, I think everybody would just clash, start fighting. The cops were there too. But there were a few people who walked over to their group, and it was the three percenters who pushed the right side back, saying, don't engage with them. Hmm. And it's all, it also has to do, in my opinion, with like uh, optics. Yeah. As soon as the right side throws one punch, every camera, boom, that's a front page of every newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't care if it's the left that's throwing punches. So, so here's, what, here's what CNN writes. June 11th, here's the real danger if Donald Trump loses oh, the goodness. 2020 election. Oh, good. <laughs> so I can't, look on your I can't face. wait. Yeah, the first paragraph is the only thing I'm really concerned about. Joe Biden said Wednesday night that he believes if President Donald Trump loses the election and refuses to leave the White House, many of the former generals who used to work for him, quote, will escort him from the White House with great dispatch. Cool. The, the, Something <laughs> Joe Biden believes. Great and, news. And, and what did great what, news? And, and so 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 Biden's giving you this like, dude, these people live in an action movie. Yeah, it's just not real life. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying that they've. They've glorified movies, and we've we've turned our heroes into fake characters, and that's what real life is to them. Their reality is based on movies and books. Yep. There's always a bad guy. There always has to be a bad guy. And right now, it's like, 
Oh, well, they've presented... Uh, Donald Trump was, like, on a silver platter for them. Like, oh, perfect. We have the he's perfect gonna, bad guy. He's going to... How old is he? He's about, he's about, he's about to be 80. Oh, like the, Biden? No, no, no. Trump. 73. Yeah, isn't he 74? Oh, 74? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm way off. Biden's about to be 80. Biden's yeah. 78, Anyway, I all right. I, I, I got his age wrong. But yeah. the point I was going to make is, <laughs> even Trump is an old man. He's not going to, like, rip his shirt off and then go, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme fighting the generals, like... What do they think's gonna happen? <laughs> I know. What like if, he's gonna mobilize Trump, like the army in front of the White House and like fight a, a American citi- citizens. Yeah. No, there's a reason he didn't send people into Seattle because he didn't that that the optics that we were just talking right. about that's terrible. But also that's what the Democrats they wanted want, him to do. They wanted to be a dictator, but he's not exactly. He's so not. so so they keep acting like Trump is a fascist. And he's barely using his power. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they think, you know, it's going to be November 4th, like 3 in the morning. The results have come in. Trump loses narrowly. And then he's going to be in the Oval Office. And his loyalists are going to be like, it's the generals. They're outside to remove you. What do we do? And then he rips his shirt off. And he's got, like, dual host holsters. And he's like, <laughs> we're not going anywhere. And he starts like, what, what do they think is going to happen? He's gonna- Probably that. Probably exactly that, Tim. <laughs> I am not joking. Alex Jones comes out of the roof. (laughs) I'm with you right now, Mr. President. (laughs) He comes out like of a cabinet. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Alex Jones, you've been there the whole time? Yes. (laughs) Well, he's... he's, he's, Takes off the tinfoil hat. Yeah. (laughs) I'm ready for the information. No, 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 no. He puts the tinfoil hat on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, protection. He's about to engage in a a battle. And then the the generals come in with their mind control device, and they're, like, cranking the wheel. But Alex Jones is like... You know, they this can't just, stop him. This just makes me think. I, I can't wait. I am seriously looking forward to the debate. A day later. The debate between Trump and Biden. Man, oof. But wait, wait, hold on to that. I can't wait. All right, I will. A day after that article comes out. Well, hold on. I, I got I to show you a little bit more, right? They say the comments which Biden made in an interview with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show are not the first time that the former president and presumptive nominee, well, he's the nominee, has suggested that he believes the incumbent may well seek to fiddle with the results. Quote, <laughs> mark my words. Mark my words, fat. I think he's going to try to kick back the election somehow. Come up with some rationale why it can't be held, Biden said in April. But the real danger here, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but here, a day later, this is what we get. Trump says he will do other things if he loses the election. <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah. He doesn't even have a specific noun to he's, represent what he would do. He's like, Dude, are you kidding me? I, I have all these businesses that I'm I've been golf. not working on like i'm gonna go build buildings and <laughs> places like what put my name on them that's what wait, he wait, does. So, so let's let's let's, <laughs> let's let's dip our toes into real life yeah please u.s president donald trump said he will go on to do other things if he loses the november 3rd election after democratic opponent joe biden said the republican might cheat and refuse to leave the white house quote oh, oh man certainly if i don't win i don't win i mean you know go on and do other things trump told fox news i'm just looking at that ballot you guys can't see this, but there's a ballot that came yeah. to our house. Yep. We've talked we, about we this couldn't before. Vote today. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's some some stuff going on, and I can see that ballot from here. That's not for anyone that lives here. But none of us got our ballots, and none yeah. of us got ballots. So that's an issue, and, and it's weird that they're painting this picture like Trump is going to cheat. Trump is the one who's going to cheat. I'm just like, why are you saying that so much? But the reality is Trump's response is very boring. Exactly. Everything about Trump has been so much more boring than they've tried to claim. And then what's up with this? I I keep seeing this. Pop pop up. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So the presumptive Democratic president. Because they haven't had the convention yet. Come. Is he not? Or is it Hillary? Just make up your mind. They can't say it. They can't say it. Why not? Here's, what are they? What, because they have middle of August or something. Yeah. When the DNC end officially of 
declares he's the only one because they're going to say Hillary or because, something. Because yeah, yep. no, I think it's be Cuomo maybe. No way. I have to wonder, man. Are they tr- are they really helping Trump win? Like I don't believe it. I'm like I think about what what people and moderates are saying right now. They feel like Trump can't win. They're scared. They're losing their country. And then all of a sudden, Trump pulls an upset, and everyone feels inspired. Like I'll tell you what, man. I've been thinking this since Trump won in the first place, where it's like, actually, it's not even on me. There's a conspiracy theory that Trump is part of the deep state. Okay. There's a conspiracy theory, mind you. I'm not saying it's true. The idea is that you look at these photos of Trump and Hillary together. Mm-hmm. You look at these photos of like Trump and, and Epstein together. And so there's a conspiracy theory that Trump is a global billionaire elite, but he was propped up as an outsider, still part of their elite circle. So that he can get all of the anti-government, anti-establishment types normally would be opposed, not cheering for him. Hold on, hold on. Alex Jones. This is the funniest thing. I remember Alex Jones, like very anti-government. All of a sudden now he's very pro-Trump, right? So so what do you end up with? You end up with a lot of these people who are anti-government okay. now actively supporting the federal government because Trump is in there, it is forcing people to engage that's the conspiracy theory. Okay. They have used Trump to increase civic uh, engagement. People were disenfranchised, had no confidence in government, weren't voting. All of a sudden, now they're voting. All of a sudden, everybody's involved. Sports teams are gone. Everybody's in politics now. It's true. If people stopped caring about the government and stopped paying attention, they would lose confidence in it and it would just fall apart. So there are some people who believe what we're seeing right now is meant to make it seem like Trump is the outsider underdog and he wins, and it restores people's faith and the ability to save their country. But you don't think so. You whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. I, there is things about what you just said that I agree with and things that, that make me smirk and, and giggle a little bit. The, the fact that they would think that he's part of the deep state. Because, I mean, I've, I, if you haven't noticed, I, I've been doing a lot of research, and I'm furthering myself. I, I know a lot more than I did a few months ago. And one of those things that I've been researching is Trump. I, I want to know about the president. And I, I've, I'm, i like, finding out all these things about him that, that do not fit that narrative. Like, the, that whole deep state thing, it's just... Why not? I mean, he... I mean, he pro, he, he funded uh, Jesse Jackson's run for president in the 90s. Do you know that? Like, I didn't know that. That's what, some new information. How does that mean but, he's not deep state? Well, I mean, he's, he's a civil rights activist. Like, he's... He... he cares about the the people that are are that do work but there are there, there are a lot of uh democrats that are pro-establishment that are civil rights activists yeah i don't know i i guess i guess the argument of him being the deep state it's like you can, on it you can say anyone is they can say that i am like anyone could be it could be a conspiracy but like i have yet right. to well, see any sort of proof of that sort all i see is him being uh a, a, a humanitarian, actually, like the things that he's done, it, well, you know, it, before he even ran for office. It reminds me of the South Park episode on the, the 9-11 truth movement, okay. where the government, the real conspiracy was that the government was trying to convince everyone there's a conspiracy uh. so that people think they're in control of everything. <laughs> and then at the end, Kyle and Stan like realize and George, George W. Bush is there and they're like, wait a minute, you're lying. There is no conspiracy. You made the conspiracy up. And then there's like he gives an explanation where he's like, we need people to think that we are all powerful. Otherwise, they actually will threaten us. I mean, come on. What if we told people that we actually lost control and a group of people in the cave were able to attack us and get away with it? Yeah, we can't have that. So we need people to think, you know, it's like it's a it's a funny, funny thought. Hmm. Well, I always thought that American doesn't negotiate with terrorists. Is that that's true, right? 
You, you've made it clear. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And you, you, yeah. you've explained why. Well, the kidnappers, at least, in, like, you know, foreign countries. I know, but the, 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 statement, the statement goes, America does not negotiate with terrorists, period. And I'm fairly certain That's every awful. single person in America has just watched these people just terrorize and rip statues down oh, man, and take over. On, and They fell on bent knee. Yeah. It's, and it's, said, it's my insane. liege. No, well, not everybody. You know, not certainly not me, not you. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's leaning towards the Democrats. It's a Democratic side of things. But uh, dude, I'm not confident. I'm not because the propaganda is 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 so thick. I agree. And it's hard to break through. Oh, like, I'm so, seeing it, man. I, so, so on Facebook, especially it's I would, on Facebook, right? With I, people I, that I don't I don't associate with anymore. I've cut them out of my life. It's insane. The, somebody the have, they've said to me what what the far left does to get away it, it's brilliant we talked about this the other day the death by a thousand cuts yep i think i actually i don't know if i have it i do i do actually have this uh this article it's called creeping normalcy hmm. creeping normality sorry and it's the psych- psychological idea of death by a thousand cuts a process by which a major change can be accepted as normal and acceptable if it happens slowly through small, often unnoticeable increments of change. Hmm. The change could otherwise be regarded as objectionable if it took place in a single step or short period. So the eBay color. Yes. Exactly. The eBay color. Creeping normality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Creeping normality. For those who don't know, eBay changed its colors and everyone freaked out. And then they, they switched it back right away and then slowly over a year, right? Over yeah, a they, year. they added like one shade of white. One shade. And different. no one noticed that a year later it was the Just whole website had changed color. Yep. So... This is what the what the far left has done very effectively, and it's funny when like some there's, there's a post going around from oh man I got I got I got a sidetrack real quick. There's a dude I know mm-hmm. that I worked with, and he was a normal journalist, regular guy, not overly political, and he was trying to find his path, mm-hmm. and he found something interesting one day when he responded to Donald Trump on Twitter. Oh my! He said something kind of not too crazy. And he got a ton of followers. And then he started doing it more and more. Okay. And then all of a sudden he had 10,000 followers. And then I started talking to him about it. And I was like, bro, I think you should knock this off because these people aren't like real followers. You're not building a brand. You're actually becoming a laughingstock of, of the left and the right. Mm. Like you're going to have no respect from people. You're, jo- you're going to lose your job. And he was like, I'm gaining a ton of followers, man. Like people really like this. I was like, no, they don't. Dopamine kicks. Yeah. There are people on the right who started posting edgy memes, then started posting really offensive memes, but found that fringe group that kept cheering for them every time they would put something really, really edgy. And then eventually they were just off the deep end and then banned outright because they went too far. The same thing happens on the left with like becoming a reply guy. And this person just goes off the deep end, slowly replying more and more, getting more followers until finally they have a horrifying nickname, no respect, their career is over. And they're literally just the butt of a joke. Yep. So I forgot. I forgot what the point I was going to make is before I got wrapped up on. I that knew because, you would. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I got. I got to mention this part because the, the reply guy thing really gets to me. You want people to smash the like button? Do it. That's all. It's your punch. Smash it. Smash it. Smash it. I love you. But that's the career choice for some of these people, man. Sorry. Yeah. What were we talking about before I went off on that? I don't tangent? know. Biden. Uh, creeping claim. normality. Creeping normality. Yeah. So I was talking to the reason I brought this guy up was because. There's a meme by him, and people share it. 
Okay. Because, you know, he's a reply guy. Yeah. And basically, I got into a conversation about whether or not there is a far left in this country. Okay. Of course, there is. The Democratic Socialists of America have over 70,000 members by latest uh, reported numbers. Yeah. These are people who hold their meetings where, have, have you seen the DSA video? Which one? The one where they're like, point of personal privilege. Uh, hi, my name is Tim, he, him. Uh, I just want to point out that the chattering in this room is really triggering <laughs> and I am tired of people. Have you seen that video? No. Oh, it's, I don't it's, know if I want to. Though. And then, and then, and then, I gotta watch it. It's, 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 so, it's so funny because like, the guy gets up and he goes, uh, point of personal privilege. Um, could please keep the chatter to a minimum, guys, please. And then as soon as he says guys, you see someone get up and then go up to the microphone and go, stop using gendered language. Um, that's actually what happened. Wait, was, wait, this isn't, I'm sorry, wait. This wasn't like Saturday Night Live. It's real. It wasn't it's real. parody. It's real. Yeah, see, it this, went viral. Everybody made fun of it. Well, but listen, listen. Not surprising. I mean, because it would something SNL would do to make fun of. Well, we we, we got to talk about, you know, the effectiveness of, how, of the, the insidiousness of what the far left has been able to accomplish. What is far left hmm. in terms of economic, uh, the economic scale? Far left is command is, is cooperative. Far right is, is competitive. Okay. So if you the, the further left you go in terms of cooperative markets, it's communism. And the further right you go in terms of competitive markets, it's laissez-faire capitalism. So if you had someone who said, I think we should have a mixed economy. That's what America is. We are a mixed economy. Yeah. A large portion of our income goes in taxes, but then we have money of, you know, of our choosing to spend. And so you have a bit of a command economy, but sort of a free market. Yeah. We lean slightly to the right in terms of our market structure. So what would far left be? From where we're standing, you could argue that far left relative to here is like if we taxed people at 75% or 80%. That would be far left. That's a, that's a lot. If you want to talk about literal the farthest left you can go, it would be overt communism. Yeah, yeah. You, Democratic- don't, you don't even get paid. You just do your job and get everyone gets the same amount of food, same amount of whatever. Right. Well, the, I, love, I love these conversations I've had with people about this stuff. I actually got into it. Uh, I got got into it with the uh, the British Socialist Party. Oh goodness! And boy, did it not work out well for them. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But so so does the far left exist? Yes, there is a large group of people, seventy thousand plus, not the biggest organization in the world, that advocate for abolishing capitalism outright. You can't go further left than that. That's it, on the economic scale at least. Right. On the cultural scale, there is no real far. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There. Uh, no, no, no. On the economic scale, there's no far right. Okay. There's like like Luke Rudkowski, I mentioned him earlier. There you go. You have okay. a small group of like libertarian, like right wing libertarian and caps. But in terms of the major, you know, large factions, not a particularly large group of right wing full on laissez faire capitalists relative to everything else. So what people call far right in this country is typically cultural far right, meaning traditionalist and typically economically left. A lot of the people that have been called far right hold left wing economic policy views. So they're basically posting these memes where they say there's no far left in this country. And then I say, well, certainly the DSA is far left, right? They, they propose abolishing profit. Like, there's, <laughs> like they, don't, they, don't, they don't even know what profit means if they're going to say that. Yeah. They're basically trying to get rid of all monetary transactions, abolish capitalism, abolish police, abolish prisons, complete open borders, you know, total globalization stuff. You can't get further left than these people. No. So yes, they literally exist. And there's a different question as to whether or not the left is more dangerous than the right. But I would say that the, the left is more effective in terms of their long-term strategy, okay. which is psychological manipulation. Like Ilan Omar's speech. Well. Emotional. Yes. The, the, the but one where subtly she, mentioning that we need to take down everything. But she did it in a clever way. 
So if those are not familiar, Ilhan Omar said that we need to dismantle systems of oppression. Yeah. And she said, she said, so long as the economic and political system of this country creates inequality, you know, that or you know, exists, it'll create inequality. And we must conf- we must dismantle these systems of oppression wherever they exist. Something like that. Yeah, basically. So this is this is the clever. Uh, this is this is a standard clever political tactic where if she came out right now and said, I would like to completely end capitalism and destroy the American government. So, so <laughs> yeah. people would be like, would you call that creeping normality? Yes. In that's, like, that's exactly the, I'm the just point. asking the question. No, no, no. She wasn't asking the question. Yeah. She said it, but she made sure to say it in a way where she could have apologists defend her. Right. That's, that's why she I brought it up. She yeah. didn't say, didn't say that. destroy. She was saying oppression. Right. But she also made a point that it was like, it's not just the, the police systems. It's politics. It's, it's and then, well, she, cause she stated that. And then she's, she's continued on saying, it's not just that. It's all forms of oppression, no matter where they lie. And it's like, what do you mean by that? What exactly are you talking about? Well, so, so, so here's, here's what I, what, 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 uh, what worries me a bit. There's, there's no, as far as I can tell, legit far right with political power. It's just it's just not a thing. They say, oh, but Donald Trump. I'm like, oh, come on, man. He's a moderate. He, he, He's in the middle. And, 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 and the worst things about him you can criticize, but it's not policy. It's his behavior. It's yeah. his attitude and stuff it's like tact, that. Right. But if, you, if, if, if we're going to go based on not our personal standards, I defer to Vox.com. Matthew Iglesias saying Trump was a moderate. And you look at the New York Times scale and it says the Republicans are, are, are center right, not far right. Yep. So here's what the left does. It's very clever. They have allies in media. They seed fake news. They create uh, as many lies as possible to smear and defame you. And they all keep saying the lie over and over and over again. It works. So there are a few people that I'm friends with that I would consider progressive or leftist. Whenever I try and, and have a conversation publicly on like a Facebook comment, all of a sudden these far leftists will immediately jam up the entire conversation. So everyone leaves. They make sure no one can talk. Yep. They start saying nonsensical things, name calling, they screech, they get, they, they make threats. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, I'm out, I'm you, out. You want to know what I was told today? I, I tweeted this out earlier. Here, let me read it. It's, I, I was blown away. I mean, I've, I've referenced this conversation, this thread that I've had. It all started from me just saying, happy July 4th to all my fellow Americans. I know we're not perfect, but 244 years ago, we laid the groundwork to, to, fix anything that needs fixing basically yeah you know to live free um, yeah to live free and people just started freaking out and attacking me which led to this one particular person uh, said this to me said let us lead let us tell you what we need without you having a dissenting opinion or arguing with us period just listen to us without speaking for once amplify our voices and do what we are telling you we need you to do period well that's that's the super liminal to quote The Simpsons, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know The Simpsons reference, but it's that episode where Bart is in that boy band and they're singing Ivan et Niage, which is join the Navy backwards. Right, like, right. Not a very particularly hidden message. <laughs> and then when Lisa finds out, she, she talks to like the band manager who's actually a recruiter who's like, we have three strategies, subliminal, liminal, and superliminal. <laughs> and then she's like, superliminal? And he goes, yes. And then he opens a window and yells to Lenny and Carl, hey, you, join the Navy. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, like, later you see them getting on the bus, like, joining the Navy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, that, that, like, what they're telling you right there is overt. They're right. telling you to your face, 
we like they're telling you we've taken the ground and we yep. can we can we, we can pull the mask off and just tell you outright you are to be subjugated by us that's what you I'm will saying. do as you're told it's like no way but so how do mm-hmm. they how do they get other people to support them and stand behind their calls to action these are the tactics used by the far left to suppress cancel culture for one we will destroy your job i actually had a guy threaten to call my employer today and it oh. was like i'm not kidding i'm not kidding that's amazing did you just give him give him and the I, number i was like i was like do you know anything about me do you what, realize what, who I so am? so listen I, I got into a, a, a i had a really great conversation actually with, with uh, uh so on, a, on a facebook post with somebody i know we've had a lot of great conversations mm-hmm. this person's rather progressive and then sometimes we'll take it to like a private messenger and i'll be like that was a really great point i appreciate your time and yeah. then we're like have a nice day so I made a comment about the far left being legit, a real threat, the things they've asked for. And somebody responded who was extremely out of his mind. And so I just ignored it. Another guy responded, made some really good points about the existence of the far left and the far right, pointing out the Democratic Party right now and for a long time has never been ideological. Okay. And the conservatives, the Republican Party, has actually been ideological for a long time, meaning that the Republican Party has conservatives. They, are, they rally around and their, their ideologies, their view of America, their beliefs. Traditional. And uh, to an extent, right? Yeah, yeah. But typically, it's basically like this idea of America, America first, Trump, Trumpism, they're unified. The Democrats are a loose coalition of random groups that kind of just agree to vote certain ways if it benefits them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually a good point. If you look at the Hidden Tribes report, you'll see that conservatives are 25% of this country. Progressives are 8%. And then most people who vote Democrat are exhausted majority, they say, or default or uninitiated. The average person voting Democrat isn't really active or paying attention. And so what they argued was... That was me. Yeah, yeah. That was me. They they argued that... I was. Now that the Democratic Party has found an ideology, it's starting to grow and become more visible. And I'm like, it didn't didn't completely disagree with the point I was making. But it made it, you know, this, this individual made a good point. We had a great conversation. Okay. And I was like, wow, that's actually really, really smart. Show, showed me data and everything. And I'm like, I completely agree. Yeah. There's a really interesting point about the Democratic Party coming from the Civil War and how they've always voted for what was considered to be more progressive, regardless of what progressive meant. At a certain point, progressive meant eugenics in the early 1900s. Yeah. So the Republican Party, based on this graph that was sent to me by a, a political researcher, this guy was a researcher, really fascinating. The Republican Party has always been slightly conservative, always. Hmm. But the definition of conservative changes. They've just stayed true to like, in terms of the rel- relative society, yeah. the Democrats fluctuate like crazy and the Republicans kind of stay where they are. Okay. So even to this day, they are not far right. They've never been far right. They've always been fairly you know, moderate. Yeah. And we see, that, we, we see that data presented by Pew Research, for instance. But anyway... This other guy, well, this other guy, man. Oh yeah, Tell he's me like, about it. you will be first against the wall. Wow. Wait, wait, this you know, again. wait until it happens. Blah blah blah. And then out of nowhere, he's like, and and he's like, I, you know, you should be afraid. And I'm going to call your employers. <laughs> I, like, I said, I'm going to call the people who employ you. And I was like, there it is. This guy doesn't know who I am at all. Cancel culture. I'm coming after you, Tim. That was Try that with me. Listen, listen. Try to call my employer. Get right. me canceled. But this is the point. Of, this is the point I'm making about <laughs> the far left and their tactics. Yeah. Cancel culture is real. They know it's real, and they know they can go to the average person and say, "I'm going to call your boss," and they'll get scared. Yep. And they'll be like, "No, no, no, no! Please, 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 please!" And that's why all the polls say Biden's winning. Perhaps because perhaps. everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm voting for Biden." 
click. I loved it though. <sighs> I was like, I was like, who employs me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I wish someone would try that with you me. You call me? I'd be like, here you go. Here's his number. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't um, give out your you, number. You, you, know, you know what I would do if someone <laughs> tried canceling you or, or Lydia or anybody? Yeah, what? Tell us, yeah, please. I, I, I insist. You'd smash the like button? No, no, no. Here you go. Wait, we got. I, I would no? respond oh. by saying, saying, sir or madam, I take these concerns very seriously. I am shocked, shocked that those words would come out of Adam's mouth. And he never told me I'm going to give him a raise. I'm really impressed with what <laughs> yes. he was saying. Didn't Cassandra get a raise for uh, from her paper? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did, yeah. So for those that don't know, uh, Cassandra Fairbanks uh, works for Gateway Pundit, but she also has her own paper. And like someone threatened to cancel her. They and hit up the paper. Yeah, they hit they up. They were bombarding her paper. <laughs> her own cancel Cassandra. <laughs> and then and she responded from her corporate like account saying, you know, we're, we're shocked and appalled by this. We're absolutely going to take action immediately by giving her a raise and a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, but, but, but here's the point I'm making, right? They know, like we, we, we mentioned, creeping normality. Yeah. The far left knows they can threaten you with violence and you can do anything. Here, here's what they do. They don't say something like, I will hurt you. Right. What they say is, next time I, you know, next time I see you, you better, you, you should be very worried about the people who, and, and, and you know, what they'll do to you. They make sure they don't cross the line to making an right. overt threat. Yes, an indirect threat, But basically. they want you to feel threatened. Right. And, and actually, this person might, may have broken the law because of the jurisdiction they're in. But then they do things like cancel culture. Hey, I'm also going to call your boss. What am I supposed to say to that, even if I had a job? Let's say I worked at McDonald's. Am I going to be, I'm gonna, am I gonna be like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I agree with you now. Right. I will delete my posts. Like, what do they think is going to happen? But it shows that they really work, do vi- view this, this uh, uh, low-tier terrorism as an effective tool. It's death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, cancel culture. We're it's at, it's we're, their new we machine are, gun. We are at a point now where they know you can't call their boss because they won't do anything. Yeah. Like, the, the easiest example. You got a video of a dude walking with a six-year-old daughter in New York City. Terrible video. Shot. Killed. No riots. No protests. No brand message. Nope. No, 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 no flags. No Facebook. Nothing. Because if it doesn't fit their institutional control, yep. it doesn't matter. Yeah, that, they that know. really pisses me off. That video tears me apart. That, yep. that tore me up watching yeah. that video. Yeah, it's, it's messed up. So here's what happens. If you are not in league with their ideology... Mm-hmm. And you, if, if I were to call this guy's boss and say he's threatening me, they're going to be like, I don't care. You know, I told someone about that. I, I was making these, these I, I was having a private conversation with, with uh, somebody from this thread, you know, who is a closer friend of mine, talking about these things that are happening. And he didn't believe it. <laughs> where, well, where did you get your information from? Yeah. I, I saw the video with my own eyes. Oh, on YouTube? Oh, you saw it on YouTube? Well, YouTube isn't a credible source. It's it's more of a social media platform. I was like, D- are you kidding me? Like, I saw the video. They I, would... I watched the girl run away. Yeah. Like, how, how is that wh- How is that not, uh, like, something that actually happened? How? how? Explain to me why you're not in outrage right now. Because well, they want... They change want, can happen. They want to hear from some woke journalist that it happened. Yeah. And they'll believe it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so here's what happens. If I call this guy's boss and say he's threatening me, they're going to be like, I'm sorry about that, but what do, we, what do you want us to do about it? If he calls, you know, like a, a theater worker's boss, for instance, mm-hmm. and says they, they were, you know, saying all these things, you know, the theater is going to be like, we're so sorry, we'll fire them immediately. Because they, you know, people know what you're allowed to criticize and what you're not, not allowed to criticize. 
Case in point. Let me see if I have this tweet right here. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now legal for you to paint a political message that supports Black Lives Matter. And if you paint over it, that is a hate crime. We now have this breaking story from KCBS 106.9. The Martinez couple caught on video painting over the approved Black Lives Matter mural are being charged with a hate crime. Wow. Uh, that's from the uh, Contra Costa County District Attorney's Office. Yep, hate crime. Wow. It is a hate crime. So so here, here's my concern. First, the, the mural was approved by the city. Yep. Why is the city approving people's right to paint on the street? Yeah, I don't understand it. What what pisses me off is uh, we talked about this yesterday after the show. Uh, you can burn an American flag legally. Yep. But if you burn a rainbow, rainbow. flag, it's a hate crime. That's a hate crime. Yes, it is. How is burning an American flag not a hate crime? You are basically saying you hate America. That's not what hate crime means. Oh, oh, minorities, right? Uh, is that, pr- is that what it is? Protected classes. Protected classes. Yep. So if mm. you if you burn an American flag, they will cheer for you and say free speech. And if you burn a rainbow flag, they will say hate speech. It's a, it's a hate crime. So that's actually uh, because the, the argument it's is outrageous. that by burning the rainbow flag, you're intimidating a protected class. So there, there is a difference, though. I want to make sure I'm clear. In the, in, the, in the specific case where this came up, it was because the guy burned the rainbow flag and then threw it in front of a gay bar, I think. Mm. Oh, okay. And so they argued that that was, you know, intimidated, intimidation. The, however, the argument is that people routinely burn flags at public events for people who support America, and it's not. So there's got to be... Yeah, well, you know, what's a bigger platform than the internet now? That is the largest platform that we have access to. Everyone has access to it. So it's much bigger than, than a, you know, up one bar. It reaches everybody. Anyone can share it, and it can reach anyone. So what's the difference? It's a hate crime. The burning of the American flag? All of them. Well, national, Either make it on, all, ali- all, all illegal national, or none of it. National origin is, is a protected class. Oh, like American. So then it yeah. is a hate crime. So if you're, if you're burning the American flag specifically to make a point to intimidate or shock people from America which I'd argue makes sense. Yep. I'm pretty sure national origin is uh, protected. You want, you want to look that up? National yeah. origin. Yeah, I think it is. 1964. It's either, it should either all be legal or all be illegal. I'm well, sick of this hypocrisy. It's ridiculous. That's, that's, that's liberalism. Yeah. The true definition, not the colloquial, like, the, you know, I, I really hate when people call the left liberals. They are not liberals. They I have know. not been liberals for a very, very long time. I don't think they know the true meaning of liberal. Lib- so, Enlighten us, Tim. Well, liberal uh, is a wide encompassing view that basically means uh, government by the consent, you know, through the consent of the governed. Okay. Which means that the true definition of the word, it's why you hear people say they're classical liberals. Okay. So this is a reference to like the early American Revolution. Conservatives, so uh, the, the United States is what's called a liberal democracy. It's not a reference to being leftist or being a democracy. It's a reference to the institutions we use, democratic voting process, and liberalism in the sense that we, we give our consent to be governed mm, okay. to varying degrees. I know right. a lot of people are like, I don't agree with taxes, it's theft. It's like, but we were born here in a system that was already created, so we can have that argument. But typically, you know, Western countries are called liberal democracies. Yeah. The left is anti-liberal. They are illiberal. Okay, illiberal meaning they don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in individual freedoms. They don't believe that the consent of the government is required for the government to tell them what to do. Well, you can speak free if you believe exactly the way they do. Yeah. So this is this is That's actually it. listen, the the uh, liberalism thing is all uh, it all makes sense. These are people who believe that the world will end because of climate change, because individuals refuse 
to adhere to the way they see the world. So if, yep. if you know, you got that aluminum can right there, mm-hmm. well, why don't you use recyclable bamboo bo- you know, cans or whatever or something? Actually, right? those metal cans are, are very, very recyclable. Oh, but the recycling process produces a ton of CO2. If you used bamboo, it could be biodegradable. I'm sure all of their computers that they're tweeting on are even more detrimental. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm more effective this way. <laughs> oh, my God. How gosh. dare you, bigot? I'm allowed to do these things, and you're not. That's illiberalism. Right. Rules for thee, but not yeah, for me. Exactly. I'm seeing it everywhere. So they, they, these people are like, they really think this way. I should be able to, you know, uh, I should be able to use computers because I'm fighting to save the world. And if only these other people stopped, the world would be saved. Yeah. So they want to be the kings so they can force you to live in a bamboo hut with a loincloth and no technology. Uh, they'll have the technology to make sure everyone lives properly the way they see fit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's literally what the far left advocates for. It is the opposite of liberal. So right now you have, I think, you know, I, I think it's funny when, whenever you see people arguing about what is or isn't the factions of the culture war. Okay. And it really is just, I love it. I really do love it. First of all, the, one of the first things I heard is, I think it was Milo Yiannopoulos who said this, it's authoritarianism versus libertarianism. You have the authoritarian factions who want to tell you how to live your life. And then you have the libertarian factions who want to respect individuality and stuff like that. I think that makes a lot of sense. I do too. But then I've heard people say, it's, no, it's, that's not true. It's the, it's the nationalists versus the globalists. <laughs> and I'm like, I actually don't agree with that because I'm not a, like an overt nationalist in that sense. But maybe that makes sense a little bit. I mean, everyone, everyone's different. This is the issue. Everyone wants to put everyone on this like well, 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 but, in, but e- in each thing. No, no, no. I mean, everyone can be different. Everyone can have a little bit of aspects of everything. It's like it's, it's whether you're, you're letting your emotions control it or, you know, well, the, the well, logical well, side of it. There's control some, it. someone else's definition of what the factions of the culture war is. Yeah, absolutely right. And there's there's different versions of that for every single person. We then are it, all then, different. Then when you listen to the academic intellectual dark web types, they say the culture war is between groups with a postmodern worldview of subjective truth versus those who believe in objective reality. Okay. And I'm like, these are all kind of true. Right. But it's like, maybe that's just kind not of. like one faction and one faction maybe it's like a a an umbrella and an umbrella and there's agreements because like i don't base my identity around nationalism i do love america but i don't walk around thinking like oh no they're threatening to dissolve our borders and stuff my 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 thing is more about individual freedoms respect whether it's in this country or anyone else's yeah you know the cancel culture extends to the uk i have friends in the uk who are subjected to this stuff but then there are people whose identity is purely based on nationalism and protecting america and so we might find that we agree on many issues because of what America stands for. Yeah. And then their view is like, here's what cancel culture really is. Ultimately, what I think cancel culture comes down to is whether or not you believe in, I, I, I believe authoritarian versus libertarian is the best way to view it. it I really do. Yeah. Because, you know, you end up with like uh, Dave Rubin, a gay married man, classical yeah. liberal, having a sit down conversation with Ben Shapiro, an Orthodox Jew where Ben straight up says, I don't agree with, you know, how you live your life and their friends having a conversation in complete disagreement. And that that's what, you know, you can see two people who clearly are of different factions right. in agreement about what's more important to them, living peacefully together versus what the other side is trying to do to them, you yeah. know. Tear so it it's, it's, it's really interesting when you look at, there was a graph charting Clinton voters and Trump voters. Trump voters were ideologically across the spectrum except for social justice, like intersectionalism. Of course. Clinton voters were clustered almost entirely. And so among the Trump, Trump's base, 
you had some people who are you, you had half conservative, half liberal on economic policy and cultural policy. When it came to Hillary Clinton, it was all it was like a huge far left cluster of intersectionality and like racial justice stuff. What a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So th- I think that makes sense. Trump won with a weird coalition they did not expect he could pull off. Oh, man, I saw a video today of all the the pundits talking about how it was a joke. He's a clown. I can't believe he's running. It's, Kanye? It's, no, no, no. Trump. Trump. Back This was like 2015. Oh, oh, yeah. oh man, it's it hilarious. One of the most it's classic hilarious. clips is when Ann Coulter was on Bill Maher. Yes, that, exactly. It's I was, like, of, I saw the, that. Of, of the Republicans running now, who do you think has a chance to win? And she goes, of them now? Donald Trump. And then everyone laughs. And she was just, she <laughs> held her ground, though. She yeah. was like, yep, yep. I'm serious. Like, I was like, man, she called it. Everybody. <laughs> hey, man, but pay attention to what she's saying because she has not been too kind to Trump. Yeah. No? No way. Mm. Yeah, she's been tearing into him. So I have to wonder about some of these higher profile people who may be in on the know and maybe seeing some some you know inner dialogue like you know inner circle dialogues. What do they really know? Maybe Trump isn't going to win. Who Listen, knows? man, in 2016, I was like, there's no way they would let Trump win. Well, I didn't vote in 2016. A lot of people are telling me they didn't vote ever. They didn't vote for many years. Doesn't matter. I'm hearing it all the time. Thanks for standing up. Thanks for saying that. I've never voted, but I'm absolutely voting. I'm absolutely paying attention. I hear you. You're right, Listen. though. It forced everyone to be political, to be into the into this. And, I mean, everyone's seeing the crazy hypocrisy that's happening from COVID to the— That's you, true. You're not allowed to the go riots. to churches. They're canceling church? Like, really? You can't go to church. You can't, can't, you can't sing. sing. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not very religious— but man, this is a free country, and you well, should you should be able to go worship whoever you want to worship. Well, so the hypocrisy is driving me crazy, and I I'm, I know it's driving a lot of others crazy. Well, all that may be, Adam. Yeah. But the one thing you're forgetting is, will they cheat? An election? <laughs> yep. Yes. Well, yep. I mean, I, I every single time I look over that ballot right there, and then I think about how Biden's making it a big deal that Trump's going to cheat. Trump's going to cheat. Trump's like, no, no, I'm going to, I'll, I'll leave. Like, yep. no, I'm good. And if if I if, lose, I lose. And what if they cheat? Look, today's election uh, how day. How would we know? Listen, listen. How, how would we know? That's, that's I'll, my I'll question. You, I'll tell you. Today's election day. Uh-huh. The, so uh, I got a, a primary ballot applica- uh, application, mail-in ballot application. Okay. I received no notice for what it was for. Okay. I had no idea why I received it. There was no notice in the mail saying, Here's a big explanation of what's happening, why it's happening, and here's what you need to do. So one day, I, I, I see we have mail. What is it? An official mail-in ballot sitting right there for someone who does not live here, yeah. who n- didn't request one. I get an application. I do live here. Today's election day. I didn't vote. You know why? I had no idea where to go, and I couldn't figure it out. Really? Well, first of all, I have very little time throughout the day. You know, I have a window of like two hours after my first session, and we start preparing for this show. So once I finished, I went to the website where they were like, here's where all the information you need. Nothing was there. Then someone said, it's all mail-in voting. There's no, there's no uh, ballot boxes anymore. That leads me to believe we won't, it's possible we won't see record voter turnout. We'll see record low voter turnout. Mm. Hmm. How many people are like, I have no idea how to do this. Look, man, when I voted before, they're like, I, 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 I would get, wake up and they'd be like, it's voting day. And then I would make a phone call or go online and be like, here's your voting location. I walk in, there's the sign. I walk up, now I can vote. Yeah. Today, I have no idea what's going on. It should be, I, a, it should be a holiday. Well, you, you can make that argument, but the point is, I don't know where to go. Yeah. The website was down. 
the website didn't work. Mm. And so I was like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Not, yeah. not like I care to vote anyway. Vote, I, I guess vote in the Democratic primary. Yeah. Harold, uh, wait, wait. Give me that button right now. Which one? I need to hit that button. We have, we have, we have a special surprise for yeah. this right now. But you got to hold it up to the microphone. I will. Oh, I will. Can I get my zoom in shot? Uh, uh, Tim has to do that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for this? Someone sent us that. Do it again. Do it again. How dare you? How dare I what? Not vote? How dare you? <laughs> so we, we, we actually we actually need to get the, the sound bar with, with like the good, but somebody did this recording where you press it. How dare you? It's pretty good. It's Whoever awesome. sent that to us, thank you. That's amazing. Thank it you very much. It is Greta Thunberg, how dare you button. Um, we got to get the soundboard going. What are we doing? Well, we have priorities. I mean, I know, we're I know. we're to about do. to move. We're prepping on moving. I didn't I didn't know what I was going to vote for anyway. It's it's the pri- it's primary day. Um, there's a couple people running for the Democratic primary in in our in our district. I don't really care that much, to be honest. I was like, I would go and vote, you know, at the last minute if I knew what to do. But considering it was like, I don't know, so I guess I'm not going to go. Yeah. So so my question is, you look in 2016, I was talking to some uh, some personalities, some finance personalities, who told me that they thought, because they were in Europe at the time, based on the media reports, Trump was a clown joke that everyone hated. And they thought Clinton had it in the bag. Ooh, earthquake. I think you just hit the camera. Yeah. Yeah, you just totally knocked the camera. I didn't do that. It's all good. That was a cat. Can you... Uh, I'll fix yeah, oh, You I got it? Okay. It. Yeah. So they were, they were in Europe at the time, and they saw all the media reports saying Hillary Clinton was going to win. Yeah. Then they came back to the United States, actually landed... Go this way. Left. A little bit more. A little more. Yeah, you're good. Well, a little less. So, so hold on. When they got here, it's fine. Okay. When they got here, they saw the Trump signs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's when they realized Trump was going to win. And then Trump won. That point, I think, is interesting when you bring up where when you drive around here, this blue district. Yep. It's like D plus 13, I think. Yep. You you drive around here and you see all the Trump signs. I never saw a Biden sign, I'll tell you that. Yeah, there's no Biden signs, man. <laughs> oh, I saw Trump signs. There's there's Trump signs around the neighborhood. Whoa. I wonder if like a Biden sign is a rare collector's item. Like it might be worth money already. <laughs> Maybe <know>? so. <laughs> Cuz I've never I've never seen one. That's funny. Have yeah. any has, has anybody listening seen a Biden sign? I have not. I'm not kidding. I haven't. I'm no, not, I, I'm, I'm tr- not a joking. Trying to figure it out. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. Somebody think Somebody planted a Trump flag in the lake by our house. Yeah, man. No, it's true. And it's not a real lake you can actually go on. It's like a drainage ditch. Yeah, it's like a bog. Yeah, it's like a bog. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody went out there and planted a Trump flag. Yeah. But the reason I bring up the story for 2016 is that even though there were people that were like, wow, as soon as I saw that, I realized he'd win. My mentality the whole time was like, they'll never let him win. I do not view like the system as i don't know fair these people these people are all super wealthy do nothing crony corrupt i view the whole system as broken and corrupt full of corrupt incumbents yep and then I somehow agree. trump won a lot of these old crony corrupt republicans have retired or quit you know like you know they're i'm out just ditching it There's plenty of democrats that have been around for 50 years yeah the system is just being occupied by lazy do-nothings who are just like it's you know the keys to the castle no and they're ranking in money from lobbyists and stuff listen man sitting changing laws for whatever they feel like basically trump wants to pull our troops out of afghanistan yeah what's wrong with that everybody's resisting it i cannot imagine they would let him win right you know whatever that means i have no idea 
But how could Trump possibly win in the face of a military industrial complex and crony politicians that are blocking him from bringing our troops home? Two words. Red pill. What do you, what do you mean? Everyone's getting red pilled. People are, are, are home from COVID. They're not working. They're but the paying, Democrats did they're that. paying attention. Exactly my point. Yes, I know they did. It's going to backfire. Everyone's at home going, what are the Democrats doing? What's going on in these Democrat cities? Why would they do it? Why? Because, yeah, why would they do it? Because they think that it's it's like when Bernie lost in 2016, right? The DNC knew that they took he took Hillary's voter base away from her, right? So if, if Bernie wasn't there, Hillary might have won, right? It was a higher, much higher chance that she would have won. If, uh, if the Bernie supporters just... If Bernie was never a part of the situation, right? I think it's possible. No, I know. We talked about it the other day. Yeah, that's what I'm, re- I'm referencing right. that conversation. You know, we, we talked about that. So, you know, it's... They, they, they started pandering to the far left. That's yeah. That's my point. They they started pandering because they wanted that grassroots. They were like, oh, maybe that is what works. And you just you just said, you know, it's a big bubble of SJWs that that's who her voter base was already. And then Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, right? So no, I don't think Hillary's was. No, that's what you just said earlier. What do you mean? When you were comparing Trump versus Hillary in the 2016 election, and uh, Trump's supporters were all over the place with their ideologies. Whereas oh, Hillary, no, no, that's Hillary, the what Trump, the, the conservatives have an ideology. The left didn't. No, no, no. But you were talking specifically about Hillary versus Trump and how all the Trump supporters were kind of all over the place. But Hillary's supporters were all in this little bubble. Was, oh, this, oh, I'm oh, referencing oh, oh. what you just told me. The Democratic voter 20 base, minutes ago. The Demo- so on the on the graph of economic left and right. Yes. Trump's was both liberal and conservative. OK, so now moving right. forward. Now we're in 2020. They're going it's election year. We need to whip up all these these this grassroots you know movement. Get Black Lives Matter. You know, there's this whole conspiracy about the the Act Blue funding. You know yeah. that that's funding Biden's campaign. You know, it's like all this stuff. It's like they're leaning in as hard as possible to try to get as many of these youth. You know, you you see Pelosi saying we should lower the voting age to 16. It's yeah. like I'm 36. I didn't know who I was what I was doing politically until yesterday and 18 is yeah where we're at. 18 i i had no i had no clue they would capture a lot of votes if they lowered it to 16 i know and they know it voter turnout among the, the youth is extremely low right but it's still more votes from the youth bracket if so, you get two more years right so that's what i'm seeing i'm that's seeing ridiculous that's what 16. this is all it's all them leaning in to try to get as to scoop in as many of these the sjw group the 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 minorities the the people that feel they're homeless you know Trump's what do you gonna, got? What do you got, Lydia? I think this would backfire on them because I was reading a statistic earlier about how high schoolers are the most patriotic demographic. They don't change really? until they get into college for yes, some reason. Yes, that's true. Reason. I, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. That was really interesting. Yeah, college is where all of a sudden they, they get the, uh, the, the the white nationalist haircuts. Yeah. What's up right. with that? I don't know. All the women. I don't get it. <laughs> Why is it that all the women on the left have the same haircut yeah. as like the, the far right Richard or whatever? Spencer, yeah. Or, I, 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 I don't, I don't know if far right makes sense. I hate using that term because it doesn't really... Prop, like you know, I don't know whatever. They groups. shave their heads. They they pull the hair up yeah. and then shave the side. I don't know. And it's like maybe it's because because it's it's a masculine look. They want you know we we've talked about sex versus like male versus female a couple times. You know how like when you're younger, a female is more has more opportunities, yeah. and then it goes down as you go, and then the man it's different. Exactly. So as they get older, they see older men are more. 
are more privileged in a sense, you know, more, they, they get more. So it, 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 it's not surprising to know that as they get older, they're like, well, I want a piece of that. I'm losing, I'm losing what I had and now I'm getting older and I'm losing some of that aspect of youth that, or, I mean, not even yet, but you know, you can kind of see how it, it would play a part that like, they want to be a little more ma- masculine in a sense. What makes them so angry? You know? Well, because most parents probably don't teach them that life sucks and you have to work hard. But life snowplow parents. Yes, it does. If you if you aren't prepared for it, if you think you're entitled to everything, it sucks. I don't think. But if you if you know you got to work for for it, if you got to get out into life and actually do work, wake up every day and actually work towards something, then it's not that hard because it's it's something you're used to. But when you're when your parents are like, oh no, you got we got this. Let me clear all of the problems away from you. Life is amazing. I get what you're saying. Of course, it sucks then. But no, no. Whether or not you are happy or sad has nothing to do with your abilities. It has to do with whether whether you're uh, optimistic or pessimistic. Okay. These people have become the ultimate pessimists. Well, what? Well, yeah, of course, because they think they grew up thinking that it was going to be easy for them. No, 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 no. It's it's everything's evil. Everyone's racist. Uh-huh. The world is is pure evil. America is a Nazi empire. They okay. have they view everything through the lens of pure evil and darkness, mm-hmm. and so they're extremely just angry. But that but it doesn't explain where the anger comes from. Where well, why are they so angry? It's it's an addiction. They're addicted to that anger. They they it's it's like a like a an avalanche with a snowball that's slowly growing and growing of anger in colleges and whatever and it's it's running over the people that are that are getting yeah, they the want to be angry. They want to be angry yeah. and they're like, Feels "Oh, good. I can jump into this in this snowball that's just getting bigger and bigger with the people that are angry also." And so they're spreading that message. Come be angry with us. Let's go be angry together at the system that, that is trying to bring us down. It's like, well, you don't even want to work for it. You just want to be angry. Let go of the yep. anger and do some work. That's that comic where the guy's like, I'm mad. Yep. The other guy's like, here's a solution. I don't want a solution. I want to be angry. Exactly. They do want to be angry. I know. That's, that's what some, I see. You know, I was, I was told this when I was a kid. Some people, they like being unhappy. Definitely. They like it. And when I was little, I didn't quite understand. It yeah. seems like to a, to, a, to a child's mind, paradoxical. How could you like not liking something? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You have to understand the complexities. That negative feeling when they wake up and they wallow in self-pity, yep. they, it, it, it's, it's satisfying to them in some capacity. Well, and you know, it, when you come across the first person that sees that and goes, oh, let me, let me help you. Let me, let me be there for you. It feels so good. No, I disagree. How? How does that not make sense? When you try engaging with these people who are screaming, they you're, don't respond by being happy. You're not, you're not engaging to, to these people like that, sir. No, no, no. No, uh, I'm talking about the, that snowball. That yes. snowball that's rolling down. Listen, they're the ones that are going to the people that are victims in their, in their own perception. I, when I have these interviews and conversations out on the street... When I when I you w- are not that person. Yes, you 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 seriously do not understand the past ten years of my life. When I would go down to these parks, mm-hmm. when I was in Occupy Wall Street, okay. and someone would start ranting about oppression and stuff, and I would be like, "I hear you, man. I'm I'm so sorry that happens to you." They respond with more anger, more anger. Okay, straight up. I would I, I was talking to one very high profile Black Lives Matter person, sure, who was doing this big rant. Someone tagged me in it for some reason because of something I covered. Okay. And I responded by saying directly to the guy, I hear you, man. I'm, I'm sorry about those experiences. Tell, like, tell, tell me what's going on. Okay. And his response was to condemn me and just go angrier times 10. 
I have been on the ground where I've interviewed people where they're like really, really angry. And I'm like, would you like to tell me like what's going on? No, no, no. Because you're part of the problem screaming. And I'll be like, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had, no, I had no idea. No, don't tell me you're sorry. You're not sorry. They get angrier and angrier. Okay. That doesn't prove, There's, that doesn't prove me wrong. That's, that's you. Personally, you. When, when the, I'm talking about as a whole. I'm talking about the average. They do not feel satisfaction when you, when you calmly talk to them and be nice to them. They'll feel satisfaction when you cry and cower in fear and say, please don't take my job from me. Mm-hmm. Then they're satisfied. But you aren't a victim. You, you don't all walk around as a victim. It takes a victim to go, oh, I'm a victim too. I understand. That's not where you come. You, dude, you're confident. I'm sorry, you cannot hide your confidence ever, no what, matter what. what. Talking, Same what, as me. What, I can't what I'm, hide what I'm that. About I'm a is... confident person. Hold on, no, no. You're you're a confident person. You walk up to that person and you say, Man, I feel you. They see that confidence, they don't see you as a victim, and they go, you know what? That's a lie. I don't believe that's, you at that's, all. That's the point. The point I, is exactly what no, no, my you, point you is. You yes, said thank you. That when these people are are screaming and then you finally come up to them and give them, you know, what they're looking for. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't I didn't say necessarily you. I wasn't saying it Not like me. that. You're, you're talking about this this behavior of trying to accommodate accommodate them or empathize mm-hmm. does not result in what you're saying it results in. Yeah, because it takes the it's the victims. It's the ones that group together. They're the ones that are like, I feel you because I'm a victim for sure. I'm totally a victim. That's not I'm that, vulnerable. No, you, 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 this is not what happens. The only way to actively function in the circle with these people not screaming is to say literally nothing or to cry. You can't start this conversation by saying, I don't understand how this happens, and then finish it by going, that's wrong. That's not the way it is. I'm sorry. No. But I'm right. Okay. I've been on the ground. Agree to disagree. I've covered this for over a decade. Okay. You're you're sitting here telling me. I'm not telling you anything. I'm telling you you what what my view of what this is. You said, I don't understand this. I said, this is what I think it is. Right. Okay. So so, so right now, you're being the anti-vaxxer. Okay. I've got experience on the ground. I was embedded with these groups for years. Sure. And I'll tell you exactly what happens, why it happens, what they've said to me, explain these things, and everything I've seen over the past nine years. And your confidence is undeniable, man. And I'm not even talking about myself. I'm talking about in general, when you're at a protest, and you see a woman walk up to another woman who's screaming, and she's like, are you okay? And the woman goes, get the F away from me, you effing, and screams in her face. Okay. When you see two women who are fighting each other in a park, when Antifa fights themselves, when they try to cancel each other, the only thing that works around these people is saying and doing nothing. When they start screaming and ranting and they're full of rage, people just stand there and nod. And that's it. You, there's nothing you can say to them. Okay. They don't want a solution. They want to be angry. But this so, is this is in Occupy. You you went. I'm not to talking col- specifically about. So Occupy. you went. You, we're talking about colleges, right? After high school, they get indoctrinated in in the college situation, right? That's what we're we're discussing. This is where I was at. This is what I'm talking about. So this this is what I think is going on. So you you were saying that you went to colleges. You've seen that in colleges where there where all this is yes. is happening. Like when Nick Christakis was talking to the kids on... No, no, no. I'm talking about you personally. Yes. And I've been to Berkeley mm-hmm. and I've been to Syracuse and a bunch of other universities okay. while this stuff was going down. And I've witnessed this firsthand and experienced it when I tried doing similar things. Okay. And there's a really good example. In Nick Christakis, the professor, who was accused of being a bigot because he said something about Halloween costumes, and they surrounded him. And no matter what he said to them, even when he said, I'm so sorry, I agree, they said, shut up, you don't speak. And they yelled at him no matter what he would do. And that's, that was a very famous viral moment. And there are many more with professors like him where you cannot say anything to these people at all. Okay. And they tell you that. 
or the, or, or the guy at uh, Evergreen, when he's talking, waving his hands, and they tell you to stop waving your hands, it's racist, and then he does, and they all laugh at him. But these are the people that are already in the circle. They're already indoctrinated. They're the ones that are already speaking out, that are already angry. They're the ones that are already in these groups. That's who you're referring to right now. It's like a group of kids. But how does it happen? How do they, how does it, how do they catch That's, the new people? By the people that are just standing on the side, just shaking their head yes? And then they suddenly snap and turn into it? Well, that's the question I'm asking. What makes them so angry? And that's what I was referring to. What, do you, what, what were you saying that makes them angry? Well, no, no, no. I was, I was saying what brings them into it. Yeah, that, what, brings them, what makes them angry is they're, they're, everything pisses them off. Everything. They thrive in that anger. So, because, so what? Bill de Blasio's daughter. Okay. Like you, you've referenced her before, right? I mean, I've, I, I, only in the fact that she went into college looking one way and and exited college looking a complete like crazy eyes i don't know anything about her i don't you know who am i to say anything about her because that's the only thing i know about her is that she looks completely different after high school so and that she's now an activist in new york it's a meme you know they say college not even i I see the meme yeah and they show like people before college and after college what happens to where normal people and i know people like this who all of a sudden can't stop and have a conversation because they're dialed to 11 non-stop no matter what they do, no matter what you say, everything's at 11. Have you, have you heard the, the elephant like, mind versus the writer mind? No. I just watched this earlier. Um, really good uh, little back and forth interview with uh, Carlin. And uh, it was great. And basically what it means is, is the elephant mind is your emotional side. And the writer mind is basically being controlled by the elephant until you finally rein it in. And you, you gain control of your more rational side, the more logical side of the human brain. And it, it seems to me that these people are, it's it's basically like the reins of the, the elephant, per se, has been, they, they've lost, they broke. They, they have the reins in their hands. They're holding it really tight, but it broke. And the elephant is just running rampant. There's And there's no stopping it. It's like a stampede. That's what I see that's happening. That that anger is, is run unchecked for so long, backing off, or, or bouncing off, rather, other people that are equally angry making it more anger and that anger just is getting perpetuated into this like hot mess and that's what we're seeing you know it's like it's so easy to want to be lazy to blame others for your problems people want to do that especially when we're growing up without parents you know we're, we we want to be a part of something so you get to college you're finally out of the home which might not have even been good, a good situation Boom, they, they, they hit, you know, this crowd of people that, I mean, you're pissed off. Now you're angry. Like, I have to go do work. I have to, like, get up and actually do stuff. Like, whatever. I mean, not everybody. Some people just drink their whole college careers. But, you know, others just get angry. So I think it's specifically no parents. It's, yeah, maybe, but, maybe but, it is. I mean, the, the statistics don't lie. It's absolutely, if you have no parents or a, a one-parent home, like, I've looked into this now, and it's, you're absolutely right. I'm, I mean, like, weak parents. True. And yeah. so it, People, it's parents it's, that aren't even there. I mean, what's the difference? You know, yeah. if you're not raising your kids, if you if you hand them an iPad, that's not raising your kids. That's them learning and and doing the algorithm till they get, you know, dancing Hitler. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's like, crazy. It's, it's like somebody flicked a switch in their brains that can't be turned off. Yep. And they're just wads of anger and rage. Mm-hmm. You ever seen the video? It's called This Video Will Make You Angry by CGP Grey. No, I haven't seen it. He basically talks about how internet communities breed hatred. Okay. And it becomes, like, it, you know, it's funny is because he basically predicted all of this was going to happen. And the culture war, for instance. And he talks about how 
groups don't actually argue with, against each other. They argue amongst themselves about the other group. Okay. And they keep exaggerating the claims until they've become so enraged that they're just wads of anger. And that, you know, they talk about how video, and he talks about video and social media stuff, how it, how it plays into this. Mm-hmm. So memes, for instance, circulate among groups about the other group, and they never actually interact. So I don't know. It's an interesting idea. But, I, but the reason I was bringing this up is because I remember that video of the white woman yelling at the black cop. Yeah. And the guy approaches her and he was like. You know he's a black cop, right? <laughs> or it was a, a woman, right. And, and, she's, and the guy says, like, what makes you think this is okay? And the woman's eyes. Oh, man. Fervent. She was. Like, how dare. Well, you can always tell, too, because they don't start with a, with a tone of voice like this. It always is up here. At 11. It's 11. Always. Yeah. It's just, always. It's, it's like they're on meth. Screeching. Like, you know, you can see the heart is pumping. The adrenaline is flowing. They wanted. They, oh, you you turned on me? I can. St- I'm going to open the floodgates of anger on you. And it's like everyone who sees that who's a rational human being is like, whoa. Like, you need to calm down. We need to figure out how we to have, have a conversation. I mean, I, I think there are very. Uh, there are ways to try and diffuse people. One of the challenges, going back to the conversation about the insidious nature of the far left, mm-hmm. is that they actively try to stop any attempt by a person to break someone from the cult. Yep. You're in the cult. They act as like defense mechanisms screeching with rage to shut down any conversation. And they, but they, they, they literally do this. Like a, an example would be if you walked up to one of these people and you actually started having a conversation they would run up to you and get in the way and start telling you to shut up and then start chanting. Yep. You can see it, right? There was a video with uh, Jack Posobiec, conservative, talking to a black man in D.C. Okay. And they immediately rush up and try and stop him from doing it. And he, I, th- I think it was Jack. Was it Jack? Where that he, was Jack. Yeah, he's, that like, picture? he's like, I'm trying to have a conversation with, with my friends here. And they're just like screaming at him, shut up, shut up. Because they don't want people to actually hear. Yeah. They don't want people to come together. They want to maintain that anger and rage within you. Well, I certainly see that right now. It's like the, the, it feels like the left slash Democrats, they're, they're trying to slam home this division between everyone. And it's like, I won't have it. Like, I, I, I got these people that are and, you know, it's great. I'm, I'm seeing people stand up. They're, they're starting to, to look out for each other. You know, it's like, no, nah, you're not going to talk to to this person like that like you're the one who's wrong you know it's like even on my facebook this this infamous facebook tweet or you know whatever it is this post. post yeah you know and it's like there's people that i that i've known my whole life that are now writing on this calling this guy out you know for for being wrong being how and, and explaining calmly and i'm like these are the rational people he was an emotional person he was he was not thinking coherently he was screeching at me he was turned it up to eleven. There are people. There are people on the right who have turned up to eleven. Okay. Like you know, I, I I go on. But what's the ratio of, of people on the on left? The left versus is way the right. more than the right. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Otherwise, I wouldn't be saying the things I do for right. the most part. But it really does bum me out. Like I I, I post I parlayed about this that the right terminology on yep. parlay parlor. Yep. I parlayed. Uh, the Krasensteins are there, and they're I don't like, know anything about them. What's they're what? just who, like who are these guys? I keep and, hearing their name. I don't super know anti-Trump. Okay, really annoying. They're uh-huh. you, they were ubiquitous. ubiquitous oh, they're anti-Trump. Oh, super anti-Trump. Oh, well, why did they get booted off Twitter? Because they were they were accused of running multiple accounts. Oh, okay. And they were like they were everywhere, every, replying to everybody. Oh, wow. And All so right. they joined Parler, and I'm like, excellent, excellent. Mm. Yeah. Bring on bring on more anti-Trump people because. If 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 we, what we end up with is a Twitter and a parlor, 
that have their various biases in, in terms of banning speech. Mm-hmm. You'll have two different spaces where different conversations happen. True. Better than just Twitter, right? Agreed. But I look at the comments on this guy's post, and there's a bunch of conservative people cussing him out and telling him to F off and just really nasty things. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why would you do that? You know, but, but I, I will say, you look at, this is, a, this is a common trope among the far left. It's called a right-wing love bomb. <laughs> they, 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 they understand and they hate it and they refuse to understand why it works. They'll say like, a regular person will get all of this love from the right saying, you're so great, you're so smart. You know, that's, that's really great. Thanks for having a conversation. And it convinces them to become right-wing. And I'm like, yeah, well, duh. Right. What, what do you think? If I walk into a, if I, if I'm, if I'm, if, here, here's how I explain <laughs> it. I'm in the middle of the street. I look to my right, there's a bar with a bunch of MAGA people with Trump hats waving flags yep. and they're hooting and hollering. I look to my left, it's a bunch of Antifa people wearing, you know, masks with crowbars. And then I walk over to the left wing side and they go, who the F are you, bigot? What are you talking about? No, I'm in China. Everyone's screaming. I'm going to be like, jeez. Oh, then I walk across the street and they're like, yo, buddy, come have a beer over, over with us. Yeah. And then I'll go, well, I mean, I'm not really a Trump fan. Hey, no problem, man. Come on in. I'll get you a beer. We'll have a conversation. And that's like, hypothetical, right? I mean, technically, it's actually. Well, let, look, let me, let me tell you, I am, I am right there right now. I'm, sta- yeah. I'm standing on that street. I'm seeing these people on the left that I've, I've known for a long time screeching at me, screaming at me. You know, the, the, that Marx post that I did on tw- uh, Twitter the other day or like last week. It's insane the amount of people that are freaking out about it on both sides, screeching at each other. But man, it, it, all the rational people that are, are coming up to me going, yo, props for opening your eyes. It's like, if listen, just that just that alone right there, you're, you're, it doesn't matter what I believe in. It's like a simple, hey, good for you. That's, that's really what I'm hearing. Good for you. Like, good on you for, for furthering yourself, opening your eyes. It's not like, I'm glad you're even here. Which I have gotten, but like the majority is just like, good job. Like, I'm proud of you. Like, good for you, man. Go, in, go into a like pro-Trump group or forum or, or post on Facebook or something where you say something like, I'm not a big fan of Trump. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we, sh- we, sh- we need to get him out of office, right? Okay. And the response you typically get, not completely, but typically from conservatives is you'll, you'll get a response where it's like, what's your problem with Trump? What has he done? Why do you hate him so much? Yeah, the questioning. And then when you say something like he's racist, they'll be like, what has he ever done that's racist? Give right. me an example. I, I love that. Well, hold on. Because I know a lot of stuff about him now. Now, now, go, now go to an anti-Trump forum and post, I like Trump. I think I'm going to vote for him. Oh, yeah. And you know what's going to happen. <laughs> They're going to ban, they'll, they'll ban you in two seconds. That's true. So, so listen, I, I, I want, I, I'll make sure it's clear. It's like a two to one ratio. It exists on the right. Yeah. If you go to say the Donald dot win mm-hmm. and you post something negative about Trump, they're going to delete it. They're going to ban I, it. I did go to, to, uh, to that Donald, site, Donald. and I, I joined it. Oh, oh did you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm going to see what this is all about. So it's, it's, it, is, it is an echo chamber of, of Trump love. Yeah. But, but, but again, the reason I, I mention is because there's also r slash politics on Reddit. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a neutral political forum. It is just basically but anti-Trump. Anti-Trump. Yeah. So you, it's you, the you, Donald dot lose. If you, <laughs> right. if you go, yeah, seriously, <laughs> if you go to r slash politics yeah. and post a pro Donald Trump story, erased. Wow. If you go to r slash news. Sounds like Facebook. Gone. Yeah. You go to the, so if you go to the, so this is why it, it really, it really is a bummer. There's no neutral platform for these kind of debates. Yeah. You can't post anti-Trump stuff on the Donald dot win. 
for obvious reasons, it's dedicated to Trump supporters. It's the Donald dot win. R slash politics should be neutral. You should be able to talk good and bad about Trump. True, yeah. And then R slash Biden should be pro-Biden and anti-Trump. Right. Instead, the supposed neutral platform will ban you for saying good things about Trump. This is the perfect example of what's going on in modern politics. Yeah. Typically, I'll just tell you straight up, I have been in tons of far left uh, events and hangouts and they do not tolerate dissent, and they th- I've been threatened. I go to a, an event with a bunch of Trump supporters, and I calmly laid out my, my discussion about institutional racism, okay. and they all were like, hmm, I never thought about it that way. I disagree. And then we had, you know, like, I, I, I like shrimp dip or something, <laughs> eating chips, and we sat there, and they were all like, yay, Trump, and I was like, well, here's, here's how I see these issues of social justice, and they were like, mm, I, don't, I don't agree with that, though. And that was it. Yeah. I disagree. And I was like, okay. Oh, classic. Who's getting the beer? Classic conversations. <laughs> well, it's because uh, when you look at civil, civil conversations, this, this, this goes back to what I was talking about with the far left. You can see this nature of their tactics. I, this is why I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not entirely confident on Trump winning. They cheat. They don't just cheat in terms of like, we're going to rig the election. They cheat in terms of discourse. Yep. Trump, Del- Trump, deleting anyone that's right. Trump, that speaks out my video. You're, of me just simply going, I don't, I don't like the Democrats anymore. I'm going to vote for Trump. Banned. Boom. Gone. Got banned. 2.4 million views, and they went, uh-oh, better delete that. Yep. Donald, that's that's Donald, spreading way too fast. Donald Trump comes out, and he goes, my fellow Americans, we will build a tremendous garden of heroes. Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, heroes of the Civil War. Everybody agrees it'll be tremendous. And then what happens? Donald Trump says he's going to build statues of Confederates. He thinks the Confederates are heroes. It's like it's crazy. They're lying. They're, I, they're making it up. Blatant lying. I know. It's insane. They will cheat. I, they I, are cheating. Hundred percent agree. I, I think they're cheating now. You're right. So it's scary. If, so you, look, man. You look at RussiaGate, and it was. What did we learn about RussiaGate? For those that don't know, it was nothing. There were several high-profile people who were going on CNN and MSNBC saying, "I have seen the evidence. It exists. Trump did this." Right. And then what, what were they saying when they testified privately? I have not seen any events. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it wasn't until this year the evidence actually came out. They made it all up. Yep. They were cheating oh, the not whole Not only time. they. I'm sorry. It's not just they. Biden did this. Right. In, with Obama. Like they, they both sat together and they, they plotted this out. We don't it's know like, to what extent, but we know they were involved. And yeah. That's the important We know they were involved. That's all I need to know. That Joe Biden That's lied. proof. There's that proof. Oh, Joe Biden's been caught yeah. in several lives now. Lies e- exactly. Now. Why were they going after Michael Flynn? And now Michael Flynn has basically been exonerated. Well, I don't want to say exonerated because the, 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 the political dispar- the, the disparity in yeah. perspective, but the charges are gone. See, these are the kind of things that make me think that there's no way Trump's part of the deep state. Because they wanted the deep state was right, trying right. to stop him from becoming president. The conspiracy is that it's all part sure. of your show yeah. to make you think. Of you course. Know. But sure. I, I don't believe the conspiracy either. I don't know. They, they, they destroyed Michael Flynn's life. They did. And they even admitted, this was in part of the notes, that in the conversation with, uh, I think, it, I, I, you might want to fact check me on this one. I'm pretty sure, though. In the conversation they had with Obama and Biden, someone said, an F, the FBI notes showed, Michael Flynn's conversation with Kislak was on the level. Yeah. And they were like, well, go after him anyway. Yep. And so, you know, Obama's there. Biden is there. Yep. Biden did an unmasking request. It's a really, really complicated story. And this is what's really hard for the American people is to understand the complex, what happened with this. Yeah, the, the web of what, Long story what short, it all is. Mike, uh, Michael Flynn was a national security advisor. 
had a conversation with a, a Russian uh, ambassador, I believe, mm-hmm. asking not uh, asking them not to escalate uh, uh, sanction wars, saying, you know, please let us come in and do our thing before this escalation. That was it. Yeah. The conversation was on the level. Most people agreed. In an informal meeting at the White House with no legal counsel present, Michael Flynn said he didn't talk to Kislyak. And they went, gotcha. He just lied to an FBI agent. And then they claimed that was grounds. They went to him and said, if you do not plead guilty, we will investigate your son. And so Michael Flynn said, I'll do whatever you want. It's a threat. Yep. Yeah, it was Joe Biden. They think that Joe Biden actually personally raised the idea of investigating Michael Flynn. That's he mentioned the Logan shows. Act. It was yeah. Biden who mentioned the Logan Act, right? Yeah. Long story short, yep. Michael Flynn did nothing wrong. Literally nothing wrong. It was in, in his official duties, his job. He was an incoming and national security advisor having a conversation with, with another country. And they found an obscure way to force him and threatening his family yep. to plead guilty so that they could keep pushing this fake theory of Russian collusion. They cheated. They lied. They, they, the whole thing was a scam. Yep. And I'm surprised Trump was able to, to win on that one because they were doing it for years investigating him. Now, to be fair, Trump made a whole bunch of banana peel moments, slipping, slipping around and falling, you know, trying well, we to talk uh, to you. firing Doesn't Comey have the best and, tact, but. But he still ended up winning on that one. Mm-hmm. And now they're going for the same strategy. Trump's going to cheat again. It's like, no, I think you're going to cheat. Yes. You never accepted the results of 2016. You hate Trump. You've been accusing him of scandal for scandal. Trying to impeach him since he got in office. I think if Trump gets reelected, he's, we, we'll, he's going to drop gonna, the hammer on them. We're going to see a perp walk. Oh, we are going to see tons of people. It's going to be historic. That'd be amazing. I, I, Lydia's I, face listen, shows that excited. she agrees. That's why they won't let him win. Uh, they they can't let him win. By any means necessary. That's right. And that's what I'm saying. They're firing on all cylinders. They are firing everything they've got. They are whipping the um, emotions of the American public around their fingers. Might work. And I see it. And it, it saddens me a lot. The and fact- I, I'm speaking up. I, I'm being more vocal than I've ever been in my life. The fact I, that they're going after crazy, Bill, the fact they're going after Bill Barr is the is the really interesting thing to me. Yeah, Bill Barr was one of the smartest moves Trump has ever made. Oh yeah, because he was the uh, uh, the attorney general in the ni- He was attorney general, right? Yeah, yeah. In the nineties, mm-hmm. under I think what H W Bush was it? I think it was. I'll you, you pull it up? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you pull a guy out of retirement who's got a clean track record serving the country, mm-hmm. bring him back into the same thing. And now they're trying to smear him again, but it's not so easy. Right. Because it's like, do you mean to tell me he was corrupt in the 90s? You know, it's like, mm, well, he's working for Trump now and he's defending Trump. It's like, yeah, maybe. Or maybe. You just want Trump to lose. No, maybe there is a group of corrupt, crony politicians who have been hiring their buddies and infecting our government with their BS yep. to enrich themselves. And are losing I a mean, lot look, of money to the, you, the cancel of just, the TPP with China. Because they have but, a lot but, of money invested there. Right, right. Like, but, but imagine this. Could you imagine how crazy it would be if, like, say, I don't know, somebody working in government had a foundation, maybe a secretary of state, okay. had a foundation where they were taking donations from foreign governments while they were running the administration? Like, that could never happen, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, 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 I know that reference. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Right. Amazing. So I, I'm not I'm not here to pretend Trump is perfect on anything. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like most of the people who run for office, but Bill Barr seems like he's on the level. Yeah, since '89 yep. with S- HW. Yep, yep, simply does. Yeah. And they didn't have any problems with him back then. Nope. Take a look at Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was 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 vetted when he became a federal judge. All of a sudden, they surface 30 year old allegations mm-hmm. against him and run him through through the over the coals, calling him evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is a whole new level of ins, you know insidious, strange, and weird. 
it's that anger it's that elephant riding around that they are trying to control everybody with it it's sad was the what was the name of that guy who uh he was a he was a the banker plot you know the banker plot let me look it up yeah but look at the banker plot this my understanding was a conspiracy in like the early 1900s was it smedley butler was that his name um i've uh, uh, yeah i'm not sure smash, smash like button it's a film <laughs> yeah it's a movie smash something it. happened smash. okay maybe maybe i'm thinking of a movie but i'm pretty sure something happened where a bunch of super wealthy individuals were trying to convince like a high-ranking military official to overthrow the government okay. and, and give them control of everything were you not able to find it well it's very race oriented Race-oriented? Yeah, is that what it's about? No, the thing I'm thinking of is like bankers who are like, we want financial control of the government, and they wanted this guy to overthrow it or something. Hmm. Okay, maybe okay. maybe people are gonna you know comment in the in the chat. Smash the like with what it is. Oh, that's the. Word. You couldn't find it. Ah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Smedley Butler. Some people are saying. Smedley Butler. Did, did you, oh, you missed my did you, did you my headbutt. Oh, I'll do it later. Hold on, I'm distracted. <laughs> oh. Smedley Butler. Yeah. Let's see. I'm having fun with this smash button. He was a Marine. Pillow. People are saying. Yeah, I love he was this. a Marine. Yeah, Most was... decorated Marine in U.S. history. During his 34-year career as a Marine, he participated in military actions in the Philippines, China, and Central America and Caribbean. Uh, Did they mention see. anything about conspiracies or something? Do, 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 do. I wonder where I read that. I'm not sure. Sounds interesting. The business plot, He claimed plot, the existence says. of a political conspiracy business by plot. business leaders yeah, to overthrow President Roosevelt. Okay, Boom. we figured it out. wasn't the banker plot. It was the business plot. I read too much... All runs together. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, did I, was that in a movie? Did it's I make this up? <laughs> my brain has fractured. I'm going to use that no, against I'm, you I'm, in the future. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. By the way, I was correct. That's the point. Yeah. No, I actually knew what I was talking about. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Plot. You said it. Yeah, what, am I going crazy? Plot. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> the business plot. You're just going so crazy. The, the, reason I, the reason I bring that up is, uh, you know, look, conspiracies happen. Mm-hmm. So for all, for all that we know, you know, the Obamagate stuff, like think about... Uh, I know a lot of people firmly believe it is true, but I, I firmly believe we need hard evidence before I make any assertions. True. But entertain the possibility that Donald Trump, for all of his character defects, and boy, howdy, are there a lot, mm-hmm. is just a guy who wanted to be president to help this country. I think that 100%. And yeah. wanted to apply his knowledge to economics and foreign trade. And there is a group of people who have infected our federal government at the highest levels, who've hired their buddies, yep. and are using their power to subvert the American people. Yep. The more I, the more I look that, into Trump, the more I, I see that to be a hundred percent true. Well, man. Certainly, he, he wants people to survive. He wants people to do well. He he appreciates people who do that work hard. Did I tell you the story about the dude I met who uh, Trump gave him a free iPod? No. So this dude I knew in Chicago said that he when when they built Trump Tower, okay, he was going there for some reason like a delivery or something, and as he was walking in, he he knew that he could hear people behind him, mm-hmm. so he didn't really pay attention, but he yeah. walked up to the door and opened it. And then stepped aside to let them in. And then when he did, it was Trump and Trump's people. Yeah. And then he let, they all walked past him. And then he was like, whoa, hey, it's Trump. And then Trump's about 10 feet in front of him. He walks in, drops the door. And then Trump stops, turned around and goes, hey, kid, thanks. And throws an iPod. Nice. This is back when iPods were like a big That's deal. That's so cool. That's dope. Yeah, it was like the new iPod. Like with a, Trump's music on it too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dope. Awesome. And That's he was cool. like, whoa. And their stories. I got the Trump pod. It's Dude, it's actually gold. I went right. I, when when Trump first got elected. I went to Trump Tower, uh-huh. and he's got that restaurant and the ice cream shop. Mm. And I asked everybody what they thought about him. They love him. Yeah, they all loved him. Yeah. Uh, some some people would say like he would come down and just give him hundred dollar bills. He would like come down and give him money. That's not surprising. I asked. What, I think I asked somebody at the ice cream shop or, or the restaurant or whatever, and I was like, "What do you think?" And they're like, "He comes down sometimes. He's really nice to everybody." That's and cool. I'm like, "Do you think? What do you, do you think? Do you believe what they say about him?" And they were like, "No." 
But some people think Trump's playing it up for the media. Like he, he, he he's exaggerated his character and okay. his politics mm-hmm. to like generate, you know, controversy and buzz. But the people who worked uh, at, at, at the tower, they were like, he's great. I have heard. Do you know what I've heard? What have you heard? I've heard he paid off a bunch of people's like medical bills and student loans and stuff. And he does it really quietly. It was like super under the table, but he this does is hilarious. it and he never asks for anything for it. The, yep. I, I, I firmly believe that uh, based on all of the negative press, that if you were to, if you were to remove all of the negative press, actually just go back in time in 2015, mm-hmm. Trump was like considered to be one of the best people in, in, in the country. Yep. Like he was a good dude. He's a civil rights leader. He's all these really great things. Yeah. He stood next to Rosa Parks and won, won an award with her. It's like, but as soon as he ran as a Republican, they do what they do best. Yep. They call everybody who runs as a Republican racist. That's true. White nationalist, all that evil stuff. I, 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 I the, to call him a racist means you know nothing about him. That's it. From what I've learned about him, it's actually, it's, actually, a, it's amazing. The well, amount of stuff that he's done for the minorities in, in this country blows me away. Well, I, well, I am, it's the more I research into him, the more I, I really like him a lot. I'm, but I, I, that's just a simple truth. I actually heard one of the best uh, explanations from this guy. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. It was in New York when they were doing that Shia LaBeouf thing with that flag. I can't remember what that flag was called. Oh, but, he will not divide us. Yeah, he will not divide yeah. us. And there was a guy there, anti-Trump, mm-hmm. and I was talking to him, and I asked him what he thought about Trump. And he was like, oh, you know, Trump's, he's got problems. I don't think he's the worst guy in the world, but I think, you know, we definitely need somebody else, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, it was a black dude, by the way. So I asked him, I was like, do you think Trump is racist? And he goes, oh, yeah, but he's the least racist president we've ever had. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, you think he's racist, but he's the least racist? You think Obama's more racist? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> wow. and, I, and, and he basically told me that he was like, listen, man, you got to understand, we had presidents who were slave owners. Pretty sure that means they were racist, right? I'm like, that's a good point. And he goes, Trump, he has his prejudices, man. Of course, I think he's racist. But uh, compared to all the rest of them, he's the least racist we've ever had. Hmm. And I'm like, that's a really interesting way of putting it. And I think from a certain perspective, it's fair to say everybody has certain prejudices. Well, you you know, you're, you are attracted to people that look n- closer to your own. Like even that's, even that's, like like it's been proven physical you know? attractiveness. People, that, that's kind of what I'm I'm saying. Yeah, and that's we, why was, we, are, we forget that we're animals. We are animals, all right? And we're we're mammals, you know, and it's like, even today, you know, for example, I was talking to a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, and I was like, it happens to be an African-American, and he was telling me, I was like, tell me, tell me, like, talk to me about, like, what you you went through, and uh, grew up without being around uh, white people in general, and uh, changed schools, and finally saw his first white person, and was afraid of them. Just a six-year-old, you know, first interaction felt fear because it was something different. Yeah, it's innate in us. To, to it's 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 something that you don't know, you don't understand, you know. And that it's, is the it's the, learned though that it's that it's a bad person. That you know that it, in itself it, it's different. You know, we have to. That's why I think proximity is the cure for a lot of these biases and bigotry. Right. Like That's the, why the segregationists terrify me. Exactly, I agree. Like Don Lemon was talking to Terry Crews, right? And they were talking about how, like, you know, he was trying to drive home that it isn't, it isn't like, or Terry Crews was saying, you know, it's not, um, it's not white on black. It's not black on white. It's like everyone is in their own clusters and that's where the crime happens to each other. And it's like, sure. But when we, when we diversify, when we come together, you know, and find out we're all pretty much the same. We all want to be loved. We all want to eat and be comfortable and live life happily. You know, man, it, it. The fact that there, I said this the other day, and I'll say, it, I'll say it a million times, the fact that there's a white progressive 
calling a black conservative a white supremacist yeah. proves race has nothing to do with it. Exactly. It is ideology. Exactly. Straight away. I mean, and, and when they're, you, you see black people killing each other, you know, all like nonstop. Like we look at New York, Chicago. what's happening, Chicago, Atlanta, like all these places it's happening. And yeah, there's people there. The, there's a very small group that are actually still speaking up for them, but it is just being lost. Well, it's because the the political completely. It's it's the, the the mainstream politics doesn't care about it. They can't weaponize it. Yep, exactly. So you have this the the, the cause of this crime has a lot to do with poverty and culture. Mm-hmm. Like uh, so so gang culture, for instance. Yeah, gang culture isn't the biggest issue. The biggest factor, is my understanding, having covered some of this stuff in Chicago, it's actually just general. I don't know. It's it's not gang culture. It's some kind of like just they don't have a respect for life. That's it's and, and it's cultural. It's nothing to do with race. Well, it's because, as exemplified and, and by the society. people in my neighborhood. They're trying to bring society down, but society has given you this comfortable life. Well, these far left activists are okay. Like right in, right. in Chicago, yes, there's yes. very little thought to like if you if you mess with my friends in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. we go we we dial to eleven. Yeah, you know, so in in my neighborhood, it was like this. This culture was bred across all different races. You have the South Side of Chicago where there's a lot of poverty, and there is a culture of violence and and anger and dialing the knob all the way up. Yep. Like I told you that, 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 that uh, like last week or two weeks ago, that there was a fight outside of the high school in my neighborhood, and it was like it was like a, it was it was it was it was a glorious diverse group of people hating each other. It was, yeah. it's, it's great, right? And one guy drew a gun. They were, they were boxing. One guy lost. He reached under a car where he hit a weapon. He pulled out a gun. Or no, no, he pulled out a two by four. And then the other guy was like, oh, you want to bring a weapon, huh? And then he walked over to his friend and grabbed a gun. And mm-hmm. then everyone started screaming and running. Yep. And it was like that that mentality of like violence and taking things up to the extreme level of we were hitting each other and now I'm just going to shoot you. That's just part of like some weird culture that exists. To quote one of my favorite movies, evil begets evil. So you, I think it's in the Bible. What, what, also, what, do you, what do you get with like Karen culture? With like high level upper middle class Karens? I will sue you. No, I will sue you. No, I will sue you. And that's the extent to which they take things. Yeah, it's like litigation. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a it's a it's a cultural phenomenon, and it's not it's it's completely not racial, as evidenced by the fact that you have wealthy conservative black people arguing with you know like middle-class white progressives about who's the real white supremacist. Right, exactly. It, like, completely disproves the narrative of the left that there are, like, if they ever stopped and actually just, like, stepped back and watched a video of what they were doing, yeah. maybe then they would realize race wasn't a factor in it. Wouldn't that be wonderful if they actually stopped <laughs> they for a second and, and just took a, a look at what they're doing yeah, and right. maybe maybe read a history book, you know? Yeah, good luck on that one, huh? Yeah, right. Well, how about we read Spin a, the UFO. I was going to say read a Super Chats. Oh. Super ah, I'm going sp- to spin the UFO. And how about you guys? Do it. What's Do it, here? Tim. Do it. Just, uh, Do you it, see this? Tim. Smash it, Tim. I need you guys Smash. To, to do this. Oh, man. Boop. I could just... Boop. 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 Boop it. Yeah, yeah. Boop it. just boop it. Bop it. I'm so disappointed. Bop right that now. like button. That's right. All right, we got a super chat here while Adam's spinning the UFO. LR Design Studios. Lori Sullivan Roy says, Admit it, Tim. You're voting Trump. MAGA baby. Keep up the great work, guys. Right. Kanye 2020. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dude. Uh, Kanye, man. Yeah. We'll see what his platform's all about. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm he's pretty sure he's, he's not running in 2020, right? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Trump, that's not, Trump, that's Trump, not uh, for sure. Trump responded. He was like, it'll be a good trial run for 2024. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I, th- I think he's truly going to run in 2024. So uh, I'll say exactly what I've said before. You know, 
I, I don't know. If the election was held today, I'd probably vote for Trump. Okay. But I'm not committed 100%. There's a lot that has to happen. And so it's really funny. Someone, someone, there was a big thread on my Instagram where they were like, Tim's lying. He would never actually vote for Trump. And I'm oh. like, what? I don't get it. Like, why would I say that? They, they don't care. They don't, they don't know. Well, they the, don't listen the, to everything you say. They the don't, they don't the watch every video that, I'm, that I'm you I'm only play. pretending to want to vote for Trump to get the clicks from Trump supporters. Sure, I'm sure. And I'm like, what? I, I've, I've not done a no, thing. No, 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 that's okay. I got, I got that. You I, got that? I got that. What do you mean? Like, you're <laughs> no, I'm just Trump? kidding. Yeah, I already said it. I'm, no, I'm proudly voting right, for him so now. Why, why would I have to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm proudly. I am. Like, I, know, I, know, I like I the guy. It's like, it's I think a, he's doing good things. My thing is like, I fear more about Joe Biden transforming the country. The, the way Definitely. I, the, here's, here's how I explained it to people. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, in this conversation about the far left, I said, do you have any idea what m- minority people and like regular Americans who are not politically initiated, who are minority or mixed, think when they wake up and see large sections of the white population organizing white identity-based groups and calling for white collective action. Like, do you think they sit there and think, let's discuss the nuances of their political opinions on why they should form a white racial group? Or do you think they're like, uh-oh, what are they, what's going on? I thought we have civil rights law to like, prevent discrimination from you know, majorities oppressing minorities. Nope, it's the opposite, and they're actually repealing all those civil rights laws. Exactly. So let me just break it down for y'all. In California, where like the, the, the majority, which is white, has started calling for white collective action and has advocated now through the Democratic Party to repeal their civil rights legislation. Hold on, wait. Which they have done. I got a physical representation of how I feel about that. Aww. It's creepy. Yep. It's creepy. No smash. No they really no. did it. We'll see if it gets. We'll, we'll see if it actually gets passed. But yeah. it's funny when I see people post on Twitter and they, they have a picture of it and they're like, "This can't be real, can it?" And I'm like, "Yes, it's real." They have repealed civil rights. They, they have they have voted to do it. So it's happening. It'll be on the no. Back. They vote this this November. Uh, November, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. The California Democrats might actually strike out the language in their constitution that says that, that says the state cannot discriminate based on race. That's amazing. Yeah. Truly, Crazy. truly amazing how far they've come, huh? All right, let's see what we got here in the old Super Chats. Theodore Abate says, what's your stance on multiculturalism? Personally, I don't think it works, and the evidence seems pretty self-evident at this point. Thanks for keeping it real. Depends your definition. Well, they're Mul- trying to shove it down our throats so that it doesn't work. It does work. It, it, it's it does. The, absolutely does work. Yeah. Um, I lived in Chicago, as I've said, probably 17 trillion times <laughs> at this point. Chicago has Chinatown. Yep. I would go to Chinatown and I would very much enjoy it. And we would love to go down there. And we all got along just fine. Yep. The issue is, is there one umbrella culture for which all the other subcultures exist? If American culture. So, so this is where the definitions come, in, come into play. A lot of people, when they say multiculturalism, they refer to American culture and then like, say, Chinese culture side by side. Okay. Clearly doesn't work because you can't have different sets of rules and laws based on your culture. Now. If people move from, say, China and they create a Chinatown where they do a lot of things that are culturally Chinese, but it's all under the one parent umbrella of American, you know, constitutional republicanism or liberal democracy, whatever definition you want to use, Mm -hmm. we're fine. Then you can go down and say, I may not understand why it is you prefer to eat these foods, but I can come and we can enjoy because we all abide by the same rules and the same laws. The problem arises when you have no parent overarching culture and then you get side by side parallel cultures with different sets of rules and laws you end up with morality police and we're starting to see that 
Yep. That doesn't work. That's true. That doesn't work. I wonder if like these people believe that intersectionalism will be the global unifying force or something. But that sounds horrible. Yeah. Like I, I would love to live in a Star Trek future. Who doesn't? Where, but in a Star Trek future, I'll take one coffee, please. Do you know what the famous mm-hmm. quote is from the? It was, it was what, what was Star Trek the sixties? When started, yeah, maybe they they uh, Abraham Lincoln was like on the ship for some reason. I can't remember exactly why. <laughs> And he uses a racial term, a derogatory racial, a relatively derogatory racial term for the time for Captain, uh, for, I'm sorry, not Captain. Uhura. For, for, uh, uh, yeah, Uhura. She was the fourth in command, I think. And then he, he corrects himself and says, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't realize, was that offensive? And she goes, why would I be offended? And then Kirk is like, I think it's Kirk, he says something like, by this time in, in human civilization, we, we don't let words, oh no, Uhura says this, we don't let words offend us. Nice. And everybody was like, when this, people started resurfacing this, this, this clip, and yeah. they were like, if only they understood how yeah. wrong they were because like it's gotten so worse but that's well, star, star trek future in, in star trek lore though it got a lot worse before they created yeah. star in san francisco that's true <laughs> so maybe we're on track <laughs> no maybe it'll, maybe it'll be great all right let's see what else do we got here over in the old super chats exile devil says the worst wmd that humanity created is the internet and social media it has destroyed countless lives it's unregulated and in the hands of billions like many WMDs, it was supposed to help us, not destroy us. We are not ready for the responsibility. It is no joke when people say we have condensed 10 years of history in six months. That's true. There's something I've been thinking about this a lot, actually, because we've been discussing that we weren't ready for social media. And I think there's there's if you look at like the technological advance of the past hundred years, right, and how fast it's advancing the further we go so it's it's almost exponential it seems like it might be slowing down now but it's because it's not so much of a physical realm now it's because the internet came along and we're, we're seeing you know this new phase in in humanity essentially and i feel like we're seeing the effects of it now this is this is truly the effects of the internet so people are seeing it so it's almost like we are all going through this awakening right now this this moment that we're in we're seeing the effects of it we're we're, it's polarizing and focusing everybody to really analyze practically every aspect of humanity i think i mean at at least personally the the internet created a hard fork in american culture Mm -hmm. so two multiple when you had a flat internet you had all these different communities and they started bubbling up and growing and then at some point, they fork off from each other in disagreement about what should or shouldn't be. And that leads us to the culture war. And now you've got two. It's like, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a hard fork in the cultural programming of our country. Yeah. And I don't know if it can be remedied because that's, it's, it's a fork. They're just completely different lines of code at this point. Yeah. So the civil war that we keep talking about. That we got to get rid of one of the forks, man. We need. We have to delete. We one need of the, O'Hara's uh, voice right now. Who? O'Hara. The, oh, from right, Star Trek, right. talking about they, how they, we don't listen, let words affect us. I'm not aff- offended by that because I don't get offended by words. These these two forks can't coexist. Absolutely. You're right. So, And I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about cultural ideology. One of them has to be stamped out. They, they're they tearing down statues. They're lying about it. Yep. Trump is, is, Trump is arguing. You know, in my opinion, the way I see it is, hmm. the left is the deviation. You have American history— you can follow everything back in time, all the way back to, you know, John Locke, liberalism, the ideas that led to the revolution. 
back through through colonialism, back through, you know, every migration of all these different patterns. And then today, or 10 years ago, a fork split off that disagrees with all of that history and doesn't recognize it. Yeah. So that's that's the deviation. Okay. Those of us that say we recognize the faults of this country and respect it for what it is and how it became great and, and continues to strive are respecting the parent. It's like, you know, trusting in America and believing in this country and respecting our history is the real code. Then you have the far left, which is a deviant forking off the code mm-hmm. to create something else that would literally destroy everything from, you know, before the year 2000 or something like that. Year zero, as it were. Yeah, it's insane. But I think what's causing this this rapid development of, of uh, history in such a short time is the speed at which we communicate. Yep. So, man, it's crazy. You know, the revolution took place over 18 years. I think it was 18 years. It wasn't just the war. It was the process by which the conversation started, the Continental Congress, the drafting of the, of the Declaration of Independence. And it was like the, the they, they, they drafted this de- declaration and then they're done. And then what, like years go by before any real conflict starts? The, the, the declaration had to make it to England and then make it back. That probably took a year. Right. So my thought on that is well, that, yeah. you, you think it took a long time for it to happen. And then it took a long time to, to integrate into the system, right? So now we're at this stage where it's like that instead. So it's going to happen yep. like that, and it's going to end like that. Do you know what Will I mean? Will it end like that? I think so. I, I, I think so, yeah. I don't, I don't, maybe, but the reason it starts with a bang is because instead of, you know, like taking the Declaration of Independence, giving it to somebody, being like, get this on the, the first ship to England, and then in three months, you know, the king will review it, and then three months after that, we'll have a bunch of regulars, well, probably more than three months after that, you know, seven months, because they got to get the troops, and put them on the boats, and then send them out here. Yeah. So you're looking at almost a year after you sign it and send it out, whereas today, you'd be like, oh, let me send it, let me, let me, let me tweet, yo, we are independent, Boom. do something. Right. And then within that moment, he goes, send out our soldiers. The war still happens. Yeah, but it, and it takes time. It's still going to end as fast as it begins. I don't think it'll end as fast. I think it, it, it goes straight up and then goes down really fast because there's still the hot conflict. So it's a double, it's double, couple, couple poetry snaps. Like the, the, the thing about the revolution, the Civil War, and these other bits of history that took a long time was that people had to move around and communication took forever. Mm-hmm. With the start of the war, it's instant. Oh, you're doing this. We're, we're, I mean, actually, it's not. I'm willing to bet that whatever this period is, what the hist- historians would argue it started with, you know, uh, just before Occupy Wall Street. They would say, you know, in August 2011, a bunch of, you know, socialist activists got together and planned the Occupy Wall Street movement. This was the, the, the beginning emergence of mainstream intersectionalism, where they actually had governing bodies based on your privilege and stuff like that. And yep. then it became more and more prevalent from colleges to media companies you know, to the, to, the, to the mainstream enterprise. And then by 2020, it was widespread violence. So if we look back in history, they'll say it took 20 years. They oh, will. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe and maybe we're just uh, kind of over, uh, exaggerating it. All right, we got this uh, super chat from Big Mac Attack. He says, good evening, Baron Von Beanie, Sorbarian Jesus, and Lady Lydia of Whiterun. Did you guys know a metal band actually did an album inspired by the anime Berserk? The album was called Beast in Black. I highly recommend it. Cheers. Appreciate cool. it. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, let's see. We we are uh, about to. I got a, I got a large one here from uh, Chronoflation. It. Yeah. Says uh, man, listening to you two debate makes me excited to see Adam with Stefan uh, Malinu. Uh, if you guys can get him on, uh, I'd love to see it. I'm trying to imagine what will happen when the champion of anti-racism meets the statistical race realistic philosopher. <laughs> hmm. 
Okay. It'll be interesting to me. We we are working. Oh, on... is that is that me? Am I am I the champion? No. Oh, is that him? He's I don't know anything about dude. him. So yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's the stats and philosophy. He's, yeah. he's the guy who got banned from YouTube because you're not allowed to talk about it. Right. No. So they're they're calling me the champion of anti-racism. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. All right. That's you. I didn't know. <laughs> we are working on a big expansion. Oh yeah. It is yeah. not particularly easy, but we are planning by probably September to have you know everything in order. And um, then we are going to be able to bring on bigger guests. We're going to have a redesigned set. We're going to have bigger space. We're yep. going to have an indoor shooting range, skate park, and a bunch of other crazy stuff. Indoor skate park, indoor and, shooting range. And a range. vlog, and probably more channels, and gaming, and just weird shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. Oh, I'm excited. I'm stoked. So if you haven't already, make sure you smash the like button. Adam's got a physical representation. Yes. Can, hold on. Let me oh, prepare. I missed this cue. Smash. Smash Ooh. it up. Subscribe. That's it, just one. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TimCast. You can follow at Adam Krigler on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter as well. And Parlor. And Parlor. Yep. Oh, yeah. Parler. And you can also follow at Sour Patch Lids on Twitter. Is that Parlor too? Uh, yeah. And Parlor. Yep. Look at that. And that's L Y D S. Yes. All right. Let's see what we got here with the Super Chats. Angry Bellsprout says Tim endorses Lincoln's plans to. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to. Wait, 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 what? Hmm. I'm not reading that. Oh. Vincent Grasso says Grunt here. As a new gun owner, I just want to toss a suggestion to look up and do dry fire drills in your home. It helps build the muscle memory in the absence of range time and the ammo shortages. And they actually sell those caps. Oh, yeah. That, 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 so you can, you can dry fire without actually firing the weapon. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We saw them in the, uh, the, in the, the shop. gun shops got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to do training and the, the, no matter what, anybody listening, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on guns, but a gun is always loaded. Period. Rule number one. The Killer Stove says, I voted for Gary Johnson as a protest vote in 2016 to show I was willing to engage in the system, but was disenfranchised. Yep. In the far left's eyes, that was high treason. The far left's hate for moderates is insane. Trump 2020. It is insane. I hear you, man. It's, it's, di- it's crazy, man. They it's, get the crazy That's, why, that's what we're right talking about. Right straight to like, 11. Exactly. Yeah. They're, just, they're just like, their hair, they're just screeching banshees. I know. There's no calming them down. Like, you want to just, come here, give me a hug. No, they yeah. just like, they like knife you in the back. Yeah, I don't deal with that well. Jeff Schlum, Schlumbrecht says, I'm an Oath Keeper 3%er. 3%er refers to it only took 3% of the population to rise up and defeat the British in the Revolutionary War. Yeah. I'm also, I am also ADV China's media person. If you would still like to do an interview with Matt. Uh, who's Matt? I don't know. ADV. I don't know what that is. ADV China. I will look it up. But, uh. They can reach out. They can tweet at you, or do you, or is that getting yeah. overwhelming? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I'm whatever. I, I I do always have a a tweet at the top of my page every every Sunday night or Monday morning. I I do a uh, this is a subject thread. Hit me up with ideas, and people still hit me up. So at feel, Adam Krigley. feel free. Yeah. yeah. Stangley says, "Hey Tim, I just want to ask you, what do you think the future holds with escalations in China and unprecedented political unrest in America and across the world? Also, just want to say, mad respect to you guys. Keep it up." They might ban TikTok. I would love it if they banned TikTok. Why? Because it's annoying? Chi- no, because we... China's we, spying. Yeah, they're spying on American citizens. Manipulating young people. Period. Yeah. I mean, no. We, we, can't, we can't stop like young people from using the internet. But if they're spying on us and, and they control what is being viral... Like, I mean, it is a Chinese company. What, who's to say they're not going, oh, this is a perfect one. Make this one viral over something else yeah. on TikTok. I don't know if they can or not, or they can't, but I do I know that we've proved that they they uh, take your clipboard information and and they know, you know what's on there. One of the reasons they claimed to have targeted Michael Flynn mm-hmm. was that he said he thought China was a bigger threat than Russia. Hmm. Yep. 
What a surprise. And they were like, that proves he's trying to shield Russia. And it's like, mm. no, it, sh it shows he's going after China. And that got you mad? Yeah. yeah. China's I a wonder threat. how much they, they mentioned Russian interference. I wonder how much of that is actually Chinese interference, manipulating our social media to That's make a good people point. go crazy. That's a good point. Yeah. How about, I know it's a joke, but we got a couple million, we got several million people in Hong Kong need a good place to go. And they, and they love us, man. I know they're waving they're waving American flags and yeah July Fourth hol holding up it was there was more people around the world that want to be here than the people that are arguing that how bad America is and it's just like and there are people defending China get out of here. here I know it's like you want to go to China go live in China I'll tell you what I'll tell you what we'll, we'll happily replace you with if, these if other you, people that want to be patriots and want to live listen, in this amazing country if you are pro CCP okay and you love what China does. I would absolutely, personally, myself, pay for you to move there and pay for that resident of Hong Kong to come back and take your place. Yes. So, like, you guys can switch. And I mean that with, with the utmost respect. If you really do think China does a good job, and there are people in America who do, then I will help you go there and live happily. And if there's someone in Hong Kong who wants to be in America, I would pay to bring them here. I think that's, a, I think that's an amicable that's solution fair. to make everybody happy. Yeah. This spin is for all those uh, people in Hong Kong. Yeah, man. I wish they were here. Yeah, man. I wish you were here, too. Check this out. Kayleem Mims says, when you talk about Trump making the Garden of Heroes on the 4th of July, it gave me hope. I didn't like him at first. Now I'm leaning towards him. 2020, me, a young black man. I got to tell you, man, when Trump announced the Garden of Heroes, my net Trump favorability went up a lot. Me, too. That's great. I'm, I mean, it I'm, was already fairly, it was doing well my, over here. My position has typically been Trump is bad, but he's not that bad. Yeah. Now my position is like, yeah, Trump's all right. The Garden of Fears thing's legit. I really, really, really like that. Me too. For two reasons. I love, uh, I love the idea of statues honoring heroes. Yep. And you know what, the, you know what one, of the, one of my favorite statues ever is? The statue of Hachiko the dog. Cool. You know the story? Yeah. Great story. Hachiko was a loyal dog who would wait by the train every day for his, his best friend. Yeah. To use the proper terminology. <laughs> one day, the Japanese professor who owned Hachiko died while at the university and he never came back. And Hachiko waited there for nearly 10 years every day. No matter how many times they tried to remove him, he was like, no, I am waiting for my friend. I am, and, and he died. They yep. built a statue in his honor at the train station. Yes, it's a I great story. That story. There, there's also a funnier story of a fat cat, this was viral on Reddit, that would lean on the stairs, like <laughs> the guy from the Dos Equis commercial. Yeah. And then when the cat died, they built a statue in his honor oh, so that you walk by, That's nice. there's a little fat cat leaning on the stairs. That's, I see a fat cat over there. Yeah, we got a little, She's little, 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 little oh, fat kitty. She's oh, there. She's but I, but I really oh, do like is. the idea of getting to see a representation of the giants for whom have lent their shoulders to you to the, stand on. The problem with that is if, if people don't know their history, it's meaningless. And that's a big issue. You put, you put a, a plaque at the bottom of the statues and say, here's who this person was. Well, they have to read the Dude, plaque. <laughs> there's, 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 there's a couple of things about the Garden of Heroes. For one... He, he made a great list of great American heroes, and I hope they offer up a way to, like, vote for more individuals to be placed there. I'm sure, yeah. Why wouldn't I, it be that way? I just imagine, like, 100 years from now, people are going to, like, walk in there and be like, wow, and they're going to look at all these statues of all these different people, and they're going to learn about why we, why we hold them in such high esteem. Yeah. But the other thing is, with this move to build the Garden of Heroes, Trump did, it was the biggest smackdown of the far left. I just want you to imagine, like, a boxing, an MMA ring. And the far left is like, you know, doing little like quick jabs at Trump. And then Trump, Trump jumps 50 feet in the air and then just like aims down a burst of flames and then just boom right in the face. And they explode. Boom on the like button. Yes. 
that's that smackdown on the far left was so explosive. I'm just imagining like some Antifa guy getting punched by Trump in his face as he explodes in a splatter <laughs> of blood. Now I'm exaggerating, but what I mean is he didn't just say, I will stop you from tearing down statues. He said, I'm going to build 50 more. Mm-hmm. Yep. You want to tear a statue? I'm going to build, build more statues. And I'm like, oh, I heard wow. you like statues. Like, oh, yeah, I heard you like statues. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Oh, that, I love that. that the, first and foremost, I really like the idea of uh, a national park memorializing heroes. Me too. Notably, Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Totally. I, I think, right? And, and he, did, he did say Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Antonin Scalia, things. go for it. I've, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think there's American heroes that we, we, there are people that we might disagree with. But if you want to put Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there as well, I, you know, when her time, I'm not trying to be morbid, but, you know, she's getting on. She's trucking, I, though, man. It's crazy. I, I have tremendous respect for her, her career, the things she's accomplished, mm-hmm. and clearly she's strong. Yeah. You cannot deny that. That woman <laughs> yeah, is, she is one of the strongest human beings <laughs> I've ever heard of. She's bunny. Yeah. For real, man. I'm, I'm, I'm it's, impressed. It's I got she I never retired. It. That's that's the key to living long. But she has gone through how many bouts of cancer and, Multiple. like, yeah. and illnesses and she will not let go. I am impressed. I am. I am absolutely she, impressed. I've heard. I actually got um, wind that she actually watches our show and smashes the like button. Oh, oh really? yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Huh. This is this is that. true. This is a too. true fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I think this was one of the the, the most clever ways to uh, rebut what the far left has been doing. Yep. Because it's a way to reaffirm our history That's in true. the face of those who want to destroy it. You're not getting in a federal, na- you know, a national park. With mm-hmm. all of these heroes, you may have torn down a dozen or so of these statues. Trump's going to build, you know, two, three dozen more. Bigger, better. Yeah. And you can't get in there. The best. You're not going to, you're not going to go in there. And it, so the states might not agree, mm-hmm. but Trump is saying straight up, our history will not be destroyed. I yep. will reinforce it. And I'm like, here, here, man. Here, here. I, I, I tremendous respect for that. Same here. Have Tome says, the Adam Curtis doc hypernormalization, it wades through the culmination of forces that have driven this culture into mass uncertainty, confusion, spectacle, and simulation. It does, but it starts mm. to trail off. And I got like, at a certain point, I was like, mm, you know, I, I lost it. It fell asleep and just, you know, let's see. What do we got? Uh, Michael Stevens says, have you, all, have you all ever read the rough draft of the Declaration of Independence where they originally tried to end slavery, but two colonies wouldn't agree to it? I read about it. Yeah, I read about that. They, 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 also. they wanted to abolish it outright, yep. but they would not have been able to defeat the British if they didn't have the support of the other colonies. That's right. Man, I'm not happy about that. It would have been because I'm, I'm stubborn. I would have been like, then you guys can leave. Yeah, you know, and then we'll do. I but, mean, but they needed the military support. I mean, they might not have won, and then we might have been a military. I mean, who knows where we'd be right now? You know, but the, this is the this is the thing. We are here. We are here right now. This is where we are. We're not back then, and that's where everyone. I, I can't stand this canceling people from the far past, where it's like, like the whole Marx thing. You know, like people are defending him. They're like, oh yeah, he was racist, but you know. He he never brought around true communism like he wanted to. And it's like, I don't care what your argument is. You, you're literally saying what we're saying about all the different people that you're trying to, to demolish. You're trying to rip down these statues. Right. You, you weren't there. But th- th- there's no real we're ideology. Here. We, here are, is where we are. We need to move forward. Th- that's the only option. It's, it's the only it's, option it's in life. Rules for thee, but not for me. Nah. They'll, they will say, we must tear down these old racists. Uh, what about that statue of, uh, you know, Lenin? Whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa, well, you know, it that was accepted. On it was property. accepted on the to- at the time. Ironically, the st- they said the statue of Lenin is on private property. That's actually what they said. Wow, 
That's, I'm not saying like they literally all said it, but of course they're not going to tear down the Lenin statue in Seattle. I'll tell you what, man. The first time I went to Seattle and I saw the Lenin statue, mm-hmm. I was very confused. Like why? I was like, why? I think I was 20 and I'm looking at it and I'm like, is that, Lenin? Is that who what? I think it is? I'm like, isn't this, is, isn't this a guy that we hate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why is there a statue of him? Right. And why is he that. still standing now? Why is it there? Yeah. Well, <sighs> duh. I don't get it. They just want to destroy America. They hate America. That's the sad reality. Yeah, maybe. The other sad reality is that it's 10-10 and it's time oh, to go man, to bed. Oh, man, it is. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, if you haven't already, you must, Adam. Smash that like button. <laughs> Smash it. Smash it. Solid. And we will do, we, we do the show uh, every Monday through Friday <laughs> at 8 p.m. So we will return, but make sure you follow us. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at TimCast. You can follow at Adam Krigler on Instagram and Twitter as well, as well as at Sour Patch Lids, yes. L-Y-D-S, on Parler and Twitter. And, and on us on Parler as well. I should yep. always remember to mention that. I actually have a, um, a parlay that you can – I have a thread there that you can also oh, give, yeah. give me oh, stories. Cool. So. so you can uh, send Adam story ideas on Parler mm-hmm. uh, if you have any. Or Twitter. Yeah. Or Twitter. Either way. And um, subscribe and uh, notification bell, all yeah. the good stuff. We'll put up more clips. We put up clips on the show uh, every day, so you can always just hang out and the clips will appear. But if you want to catch us live, now is the time to do it, 8 p.m., but we will return tomorrow. Thank you, friends. We need about 2,000 more likes to break 20K, so as we sign off, I'll just leave that to you. Thanks for hanging out, and we will see you Smash all it. tomorrow. Smash. Bye, guys. Smash. At 8 p.m. Smash it.